0: This is On Brand, a podcast where we discuss the ideas and antics of one, Russell Brand. I'm Al Wirth, and each week I go through an episode of Brand's show with my co-host, Lauren B. Hi,
1: that's me, Lauren B. I am the co-host that does not know we're getting ourselves into, but I know it's usually not very good.
0: Mm-hmm. It is almost invariably bad, which is why we do the good thing before the bad thing. And Lauren, what is your good thing before the bad thing this week? Well...
1: Um, heaters? Mm. Can it be heaters?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It can. Heaters and
1: my ability to, um, triangulate them in our, Mm -hmm. in our apartment in Mm -hmm. Chicago that, uh, the outside, it's, it's like the outside is the ocean right now. Where like, if you're in it for any amount of time, it's gonna try to kill you. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. bad it is. Um, mm-hmm. Like the air is dangerous, mm-hmm. which um, I've never experienced anywhere else uh, in space or time in my life. So just pretty that remarkable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like snow days. Oh, girl, that's fine. We, what, sure, sure, sure. We all do that. Not all uh, above a certain or below a certain uh, latitude. We all do that. Mm. This is a new awful thing. Um
0: sorry to to complete aside Mm -hmm. apparently they don't do that anymore because they they just they have to go online and do classes online now and they don't do snow days in a lot of places how crazy is
1: that so they just do i mean if they have the infrastructure
0: i know i know but still I'm, i'm like kids just you know go play in the snow if it's snowing go play in the snow i mean days like days like where it is with you right now fuck no you're staying inside and and that's that's all that's happening and we found out it's not just schools right there's a
1: lot of other services that are (coughs) on pause because they can't go in um to the office um and i also don't want them to but it sure isn't convenient but i have through trial and error uh man i have mastered the heaters in my home i'm Mm -hmm. i'm a poor person heater expert hello so that's my my good thing is where i've is is it's taken years but i can handle Mm -hmm. this chicago moment uh what's your good thing
0: that's it i gotta say it's a great one it's fucking cold here as well um not as cold as with you though right uh yeah, my good thing is that on Saturday morning, um my nephew was born. Um, oh wow. Which
1: is, yeah, which is great. Holy shit, that's awesome. Congrats.
0: yeah yeah yeah. so my sister-in-law um you know it, it was nearly t- just shy of two weeks overdue like around there that kind of thing and so and so they were like okay oh. we're getting very close to emergency c-section here just to get the thing out of you um and uh and yeah Poor ended her. up having to have a c-section oh, anyway God. but but it wasn't right. an emergency one it was just like all right let's just regular let's just cut some yeah let's just yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. do this thing um, yeah, little baby Loic, uh, was born, which, which I think is a great name. L O I C, Loic. Um, it's apparently French, but it sounds kind of Norse to me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, Loic Numa um, the child is born and, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, super cool times, super cool times. Very, um, uh, very happy for my brother who, does not know what's hit him. God love him, and yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. It's a lot. It seems um, also mm.
1: impossible.
2: <laughs> I mm-hmm. don't know. I
1: hear overdue, and I know I know the experiences of of pregnant people who are overdue, and it just seems mm. like, oh man, it just seems like the absolute worst. Uh, and my heart yeah. could not yeah. go out enough to just be this vessel. <laughs> That still yeah. has to exist.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, you
1: know, yeah. Like, Oh boy, that's rough. Yeah, g- that's g- rough. G-
0: given the, uh, so I think Roxy. I think she she went on maternity like early, kind of early, kind of December, early to mid December, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, and like prior to that, she was like working from home anyway. So like it's going to be right. a lot of, I don't know. And and she's she's not the type of person that likes sitting around. So right. so I, I I can't imagine. That's Just the extra. Mental. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: Ex, extra challenging. I think. Uh huh.
0: The mental torture alone but uh, but hey the, the the kid has popped out and um and everyone's happy and healthy so hey it's great it's awesome that's it's awesome, awesome. Yeah. i haven't cool, been to cool. see the 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 child yet because it's very you know hectic and everything so i am just give it a week or two and, mm-hmm. and go and see see the child but that'll be good that'll be good looking forward to it um very exciting times Uh, Right, we have a show to deal with, uh, but first we should thank some new patrons. Uh, So first off, Rachel Lalonde, you are now an Awakening Wonder. You are indeed
3: an Awakening Wonder. I'm guessing you
1: know, Rachel. I do. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad. Thank you so much, Mama. Awesome. Cool. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Nice to meet you. Um, And James Horribin, you are now an Awakening Wonder. Uh, Awaking wonder? Awakening wonder is what you are. You
3: are indeed so an awakening wonder. There we go. You can Sounds be an like awakening wonder to awakening. as well. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, you can, thank you so you, much, James.
1: Thank you so much.
3: Thank you very
0: much, James. Um, and if anyone wants to support us in what we do, become an awakening wonder, join the invisible hand or donate on an elevated tier like our dear, dear Juan Jalapena. We see you, John Juan. Uh, head to patreon.com slash onbrand and you will have our eternal gratitude. It's this which allows us to be editorially independent and ad-free. Uh, as a patron, you will also get a shout-out on the show and access to our patron-only show, Off-Brand, where we talk about pretty much anything but Russell Brand, and also sometimes Russell Brand at this point. But hey, um, and please note that while you can easily listen to our audio version anywhere you can find podcasts, you can also watch us on YouTube, or if you're listening to Spotify app, the video should come up there too. All oh, right, so what do we have this week? <laughs> well, well, uh, also, mm, one, one mm,
1: just little note that I, mm, I stumbled yeah. upon with... Yeah. Uh, patrons any any of you lovely friends that i don't know your last name or i've heard it and i don't process it and i'm i'm just as excited whenever you also are a patron and maybe i didn't catch it so (laughs) i feel really bad whenever (laughs) i'm excited and then i realize like oh no that was my friend and i it just didn't register because i called them something else this is true
0: (laughs) if you know us IRL and we haven't mentioned anything just uh Everybody drop us a message me. and, and yeah sorry. yeah just get That's get, a- get- Blanket, hey, Gives a nudge. A.
1: <laughs> Gives a
0: nudge. <laughs> you're yeah, also the fair. best. <laughs> that's fair. And hey, the rest of you patrons are also also the best. The best. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. You're all great. I'm equally um, excited
1: about everybody. It's just nice to hear a, a friendly.
0: Absolutely, race. absolutely. Oh, and people are already enjoying the off-brand this week. The uh, the podcast talk. We're talking about our favorite podcasts, and people are people are engaging and you know dropping their things in the comments. So that's cool. And I
1: I posted a PDF with like a simplified summary and. Their there's a nice. massive spreadsheet on Google that I will keep updating.
0: <laughs> yeah, Lauren Lauren, knows podcasts. Everybody. I thought uh, it mm-hmm. was more
1: normal till we talked about it.
0: <laughs> hey, it's Oops. it's all good. It's all good. I, oh, I, we got
1: series, baby. We got series. I could, oh, yeah, we do. really good yep. stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I have comparatively few um, recommendations, but all good. All good anyway. <laughs> Numbers
1: are a little wild. <laughs>
0: um, some have said inhuman, but uh, but you know let's 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 leave that to them. Um, right. So this week, uh, Russell is back to his usual show. He's back on his bullshit, and he did in fact have his conversation with Greg Gutfeld uh, of Fox News uh, this last week. Gutfeld. Um, Gut- but but uh, sadly, what it turned into was an hour of trading comments about how everything is terrible nowadays because it's all woke. Um, and I just, uh it, it was exhausting. Um, if we have like an A-list of content to cover and a B-list, Gutfeld's interview was very much B-list material. Like, if we need to, if we're, if we're scratching around, we can get to it, but it is not a priority. Um, instead, what we're going to do today is tackle an editorial um now this is one that i have to preface by saying that on this show and in interviews i have made the case that when it comes to the issues of racism xenophobia and being anti-lgbtq plus russell is something of an outlier among his class of alt-right grifters
1: Um, uh, (laughs) it seems like it's gonna be a problem Mm. it's just gonna be a bigger problem moving forward well
0: (laughs) well he, he, his His allyship is is generally not really allyship at all because he platforms the biggest transphobes in the business as a for instance um but when he's had the Jordan Petersons and Candace Owens of the world on his show, he has at least offered meagre pushback to their anti trans ideologies, even if it's just saying there are many things we disagree on, and maybe we should all just live in segregated separate communities which. Again, the answer to the issue of racism or xenophobia or people being anti-LGBTQ plus is not, in fact, segregation. To my recollection, we tried the racial segregation thing more than once and it's never exactly gone well. Um, But but, uh, Russell has always kind of stayed on the side of, I support these people and believe they should be free to do and say as they please without anyone attacking them. Um, And people should equally be able to say as they please and no one should attack them either. Okay. Um, That is... Until now. Uh, so what the fuck am I talking about? Well, let's let's let Russell introduce the editorial.
3: The legacy media accused Dave Chappelle of punching down and abusing trans people in his news special. But why do the legacy media continually remove nuance and dilute joy? How do they benefit from people being caught in constant conflict? (laughs) Hello there, you Awakening Wonders. Thanks for joining us on our voyage to truth and freedom. A voyage that surely involves comedy, awakening, bliss, joy, ecstasy, amusement, coming together in transcendent states that sometimes require a genius like Dave Chappelle or Ricky Gervais to bring about Mm. curious states by evoking thoughts and notions and scenarios and characters that many people wouldn't observe, spot or consider pondering. Dave Chappelle's special is obviously incredibly popular and maybe marks a transitional moment in the culture wars. Certainly what it does mark is that when it comes to it, if something is profitable, people will back it. This is going to be an interesting thing that plays out over the next 12 months, I would imagine. How can you still deploy the rhetoric of wokeism while acknowledging that there are growing markets for people that are critical of some of the ideals within it? One of the things I think is particularly interesting is while Dave Chappelle clearly makes jokes in the special about trans folk or disabled people, he's obviously joking
0: and that makes it okay um yeah so some weeks right i'm having to troll through and really figure out what of russell's content is worth serious discussion and some weeks as soon as i see the thumbnail i'm like oh yep we're gonna need to deal with this um (laughs) so yeah To, uh, so yeah, it's about Dave Chappelle. Um, To start, and this will come up later, I would like to point out the very clear lens that Russell is looking at this through, which is why we're covering the topic at all, and that is the growing markets who reject wokeism uh Russell is a trend hound who obsessively leaps upon anything that gets big enough to possibly siphon off some viewers from other media spaces. A recent example would be that when the GTA 6 trailer dropped and hit 93 million YouTube views in 24 hours, Russell just had to do a react video to the trailer itself. Um it was pathetic and transparent, um you know, and and completely unrelated to his show. Um but at least decidedly lacking in malice. What we're covering today, on the other hand, marks a noticeable shift compared to other times Russell has brought up Dave Chappelle. Previously, it's been a case of people should be allowed to say what they want, when they want, but also I personally believe that people should be able to be who they want, very much walking the line down the middle, or at least trying to. Um, and we will get to how this has developed in just a minute, but first I would like to address the idea that because someone is obviously joking about someone or another human being, that makes it okay, regardless of what was said. And it's just bullshit. Um, Firstly, Chappelle is making a joke, but he's not joking about his views. He's a transphobe, among other things. Um, Further, there is a distinction between having jokes with a certain demographic of people as the subject and punching down or mocking that demographic of people for who they are. Um, especially with you know unchangeable characteristics. Um, of all the people in the universe, Dave Chappelle knows this. Subjects of race and religion very noticeably don't get the same treatment from Chappelle in the same way, and he knows the difference between punching down or punching across or up. Joking at the expense of a demographic for things they can't change is bigoted bullshit and is never ever acceptable. Ah, oh, dear. Yeah. That's, that's I I just we'll, think mm.
1: that the um, I think that the I would never call, I would never deign to call Russell an ally by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. But being in the public eye for a long time, and as a person who also just like the thing that I can say, uh, I'm pretty sure about this person. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of and and I think that. Rightly so. Maybe people don't necessarily take take seriously the the extent to which he is a sex pest, but mm. people were always kind of like, it's on a line." I get a vibe. I don't think Russell Brand has anything personally against gay tra- any any queer people at all. In fact, mm-hmm. probably the opposite. In an, in his individual. Um, You know, like in his individual experience and in his life, there is something uniquely and also (laughs) Dave Chappelle, like is a person that seems like, okay. mm, there's a lot of contradictions, but like, I don't think you hate gay people or queer people at all, sir. So then why Mm -hmm. are we pandering to this? Like it, it, it feels so transparent as pandering. Well, in a way that I can't say about a lot of other, you know, like high profile, like comedians or whatever they consider themselves to be like, I was like, y'all, this is like, like. Uh, we are not seeing the forest for the trees here. And you were a big forest for trees person. So what are we mm. doing? I mean, the idea is like it's class consciousness, right? And they're, they're going to bat for people that are like them, but that's not. Mm, 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 yeah. Eh. It's, it's really it's
0: interesting. It's, it's um,
1: uniquely problematic to me.
0: Yeah. I, I, I would be surprised if Russell, you know, on, on a personal basis, um got really fucking riled up about any of the lgbtq plus community i don't think he would give a single shit is is personally where i think he would land um but obviously, the media space that he exists in means he's gonna start leaning in one direction or another. Um, right. as for, as for Dave Chappelle, um, yeah, I, I mean, he's had problems with the LGBTQ plus community. He, uh, and which I would say have gotten progressively worse over the last several years, especially since he started bringing it up. And he, yeah. And and the things that he has said about trans people specifically—that seems to be his hard fucking line. Um. And and yeah. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um. But it, I agree. I'm 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 just like, well, why the fuck, Dave Chappelle? Why? That's what why? I'm saying. Yeah. That's just, what just I'm saying. Why?
1: Why have the you down This
0: particular hill to die doesn't on. Doesn't make don't sense. Understand. Because and the I, whole I feel,
1: joke is in hmm. the context of a story about a very close friend who's a trans person. So like, okay. So just extrapolate that to Well, that's all that's of an them.
0: old that's an old previous one. Um well, but, but I'm yeah, saying yeah, we're yeah. talking
1: about, you know, like in I... like a, a history through their career and like yeah. I, I'm saying, I think that if you are using that person in your act, then you should have a higher standard. Like the bar should be higher, not lower.
0: Well, we we will we will get to that. Um, I'm sure, because, but yeah, yeah it, there, it doesn't there add issues. up. To yeah, me. yeah, no, I completely agree, and I feel exactly the same way about Ricky Gervais and J.K. Rowling yeah. as well. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, just just why? What what a spectacular. Waste of, of so many things, including everyone's time and energy, well, you bastards.
1: I think um, J.K. Rowling is a very unique example now that we've examined her body of work. It might have been turning <laughs> the blind true, eye. True. I don't know that that's
3: to
0: all the other I things don't, yeah. <laughs> in my head.
1: Yeah. I don't compare, like, yeah. she's a special case
0: yes no i agree i agree what i do appreciate is how everyone has kind of collectively agreed like "fuck her but also i'm going to enjoy the harry potter movies at least mostly um you know i'm like yeah all right (laughs) you know it's it's yeah at some point you got to separate these things
1: i'm glad i don't have that you know i genuinely though i'm glad i don't have Mm -hmm. that kind of emotional connection Mm -hmm. in the same way and i feel like it's just like a weird age group anomaly thing Mm because i you know that's yeah. We all have that yeah. stuff, and I'm yeah. I. My heart goes out to everyone that has to wrestle with that. That's it's.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's regular
1: regulars, it sucks. It's
0: it yeah. Sucks. No, it's it's true. It's true, and and it seems to it seems to have to be a thing more and more every single day. Um, yeah. yeah. As uh, as to specifically um, what Chappelle has said in this exact special, we're going to watch a clip in just a moment. But first, we have a little bit more of uh, defense from Russell.
3: And also, significantly, there's a point in his stand-up special where he talks admiringly of trans people, beyond acceptingly, admiringly. And none of the news outlets that are critiquing him mention that because, I believe, to include that nuance would dilute their own arguments. In short, they enjoy their own outrage. They're high on the smell of their own gaseous outrage. They don't want to go, well, actually, Dave Shepard's probably joking about that.
0: Apparently, there's a moment in the Netflix special where Chappelle talks admiringly of trans people and the legacy media are deliberately ignoring that so they can get high on the smell of their own outrage farts. Um, Now, I had previously resigned myself to not watching any of his content again, but naturally I watched the Chappelle special The Dreamer in preparation for this show. Uh, I found no such admiring talk of the trans community, nor could I find even any accepting talk, which confused me a touch as to what the fuck Russell is talking about, but I think it's something that comes up a little bit later on, so we'll, we'll deal with it when we when we deal with it. But in the meantime, just know that there is zero admiration or acceptance of trans people within this special. That I can say for sure, as a person under the trans umbrella who has watched it. Um, now. You and I are comedy fans, Lauren, um, mm-hmm. and... Here's the thing, when Chappelle made his return, most comedy fans rejoiced, right? The guy's a fucking excellent comic in terms of chops and storytelling ability. His form is great, and there's a reason he's been able to do this shit at a high level for so long. Yeah. Um, And then came the trans jokes. Like, they started out being borderline acceptable. For example, quote, uh, this idea that a person can be born in the wrong body, they have to admit that's a fucking hilarious predicament. Unquote. And I'm like, well, taken completely in isolation yeah kind of you know just just completely on its own the concept is sure freaky friday sure let's yeah okay it's funny um so much more punching across than down but still very much critiquable um and then with every subsequent special the trans jokes became not only more frequent but more pointed and Mm -hmm. harmful in nature yeah and this eventually culminated with Chappelle declaring on stage that he is in fact Team tough, and stands with J.K. Rowling before stating gender is a fact, which is his way of saying gender is binary and immutable. Um, again, the man is a transphobe and while he is making jokes, he is not joking about how he feels. Which
1: Yeah, that was fucking nuts.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, what? okay. We we've gone all the way off the deep end. <laughs> but
1: even in that conversation, like, even mm. like in the things that he chose to say, it was it was um contradictory in that moment. To say you're team turf mm. means that the story you told about your per- your friend who was trans, then you're not either you are or you're not don't you don't get to say both and you definitely don't get to use mm. a tragedy in your in in your act like that to yeah me was really like it. it was it it came off as you know there's like an extreme feeling and also like a man just like an unfortunate there's like a there's a range of emotions where it's like come on man like you, yeah, well of what all I would things. Like what put I it would together. compare
0: it to is um yeah, and, and we've spoken about this before, you know, the the kind of um hang out with kind of lovely but fairly hardcore Christians, for instance, who treat you very nicely and will have you around their dinner table and everything. But for some some of those people, um, if they're particularly like that, in the back of their mind, they're like, oh, no, you'll burn in hell. Yeah, I mean, I'll be nice to you, but, you know, and, and for me, the, the, it feels no, just, like... She- if
1: you're lucky in the back of their mind and not coming <laughs> yeah, out of their yeah, mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I know. I know. Um, but yeah, she, she, like Chappelle's treatment of, um, yeah, his his former friend um, kind of feels a little bit like that to me. It's like, oh, no, I I disagree with you as a concept, but you as a person, yeah, okay. Um, You know, it's- That um, was very, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was a really dissonant uh, moment. Yeah, it is. It's it's very odd. Um, But, you know, it's very difficult for me to speak as to someone else's feelings, but it it seems that way from a distance anyway. Um, So we're going to watch a clip from Chappelle's special now, taken directly from Russell's coverage, complete with, at some point, a little react square of him showing up great. Um, So I've no idea if we'll get a copyright hit on YouTube for this or not, but screw it. Here it is.
3: So let's have a look at some moments from Dave Chappelle's special and talk about the way that the mainstream media likes to use deliberately denuanced attacks on cultural
2: artifacts in order to stoke tensions and conflict. And the only thing that got me out of that space was a comedian friend of mine, the late, great Norm MacDonald. That's right. Shout out to Norm. And what Norm did, which I'll never forget, is he knew that I was the biggest Jim Carrey fan in the world. Now, I'm not going to go all into it, but Jim Carrey is talented in a way that you can't practice or rehearse. What a God-given talent. I was fascinated with him. And Norm knew that. And he called me up and he goes, Dave, I'm doing a movie with Jim Carrey. Um, do you want to meet him? And I said, fuck, yes, I do. And it was the first time I could remember since my father died being excited. In the movie... It was called Man on the Moon. I didn't know any of this. And in this movie, Jim Carrey was playing another comedian I admired, the late, great Andy Kaufman. Yes, and Jim Carrey was so immersed in that role that from the moment he woke up to the time he went to bed at night, he would live his life as Andy Kaufman. I didn't know that. When they said cut, this nigga was still (laughs) Andy Kaufman. So much so, that everybody on the crew called him Andy. I didn't know any of that. I just went there to meet him. And when he walked into the room where we were supposed to meet, I screamed, Jim Carrey. And everyone said, no. (laughs) Call him Andy. And I didn't understand. And then he came over and he was acting weird. I didn't know he was acting like Andy Kaufman. He's just like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, hello. (laughs) Andy? Now, in hindsight, how fucking lucky am I that I got to see one of the greatest artists of my time immersed in one of his most challenging processes ever. Very lucky to have seen that. But as it was happening, (laughs) I was very disappointed. (laughs) Because I wanted to meet Jim Carrey and I had to pretend this nigga was Andy Kaufman all afternoon. And he was clearly Jim Carrey. I could look at him and I could see he was Jim Carrey. Anyway, I say all that to say that's how trans people make me feel. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's one of the things. I think he should be
1: Mm. way more concerned about all the people hooting and hollering about like Great that you landed a joke, mm-hmm. but uh, we need. To, mm, I think this is a. Like, I don't know. I almost feel like it's a. It's an accountability issue. Like those people in that room, they're. Oh yeah, they, all, like, they all need all to acknowledge them, yeah. all the reasons and why is it they're screaming that and taking that back home and using your bit mm-hmm. to justify their behavior.
2: Mm
0: hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so that's one of the various anti-trans jokes he makes throughout the special and just what a fucking disappointment. Right. It was a great story and a great bit right up until the punchline where he just takes a big old swing at the expense of the trans community. Um, it happens within the first five or so minutes of the special, by the way. So like pretty much coming out the gate with sets this. the tone. Uh Uh-huh. Before he then goes on to make fun of people with disabilities, um, saying that, oh, they're not allowed to make fun of trans people anymore, so I'm changing it up and I need someone to punch down on and I'm going to go for the disabled community instead because they're less organized and nobody ever comes for them. Um, And he could have left it there or made some innocuous joke about bathroom sizes or something. But instead, he then decides to do a physical impression mocking someone with cerebral palsy. So he's doing like the Trump arm and the limp and all that, right? And then he takes the piss out of people in wheelchairs um, and is, you know, purposefully glued to his stool while doing so. Um, Specifically, he actually goes for Madison Cawthorn, of all people. Um, But, well, yeah, but instead of taking the guy's politics to task, he makes fun of the idea of someone in a wheelchair being invited to an orgy. Great stuff, Dave. Real glad you're still here. Um, Like, fuck me.
3: (sighs) Anyway, um, here's what Russell has to say about that bit. Even that taken at face value, it's plain that what Dave Chappelle is doing is playing with the outrage of previous comments around trans people and trans issues. Obvious that it's a kind of mirth-oriented endeavor. It's comedy after all. And I sometimes feel that the new puritanism that's at play in our culture is deliberately trying to extract aspects of our nature that are rather beautiful. The ability to playfully ridicule, the ability to joke,
0: yeah, there was nothing playful about that joke. Um, there, there's nothing playful about a man standing on a stage with an audience of tens of millions saying, I'm team tough. Like, that joke was a cishet guy saying that being around trans people makes him uncomfortable. And Dave, I fucking guarantee the feeling is mutual on that score. Good lord. Well, um,
1: you know, I think that taking this <clears throat> as, as a playful ridicule, mm-hmm. you're like... Mm. And the argument that I've been, you know, we've been hearing this for a number of years now, right? Mm-hmm. This is this is well-tread territory oh, yeah. that Russell is now finally booping a toe into. And mm. the playful ridicule might be a way to talk about a difficult issue, But we flip the coin over and it's a way to minimize and hide your feelings. Those are, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it cuts both ways. The sword Mm -hmm. cuts both ways. Um, and ignoring half of that, like the, that we all fundamentally as adults understand to, Mm -hmm. to ignore half of that device of humor is obviously the issue and disingenuous truly yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: Uh, Yeah. yeah. Um. (laughs) like oh boy (laughs) just like russell what are you okay i know why Uh, yeah
0: yeah (laughs) no no i I found myself asking that very question a lot of times through this editorial i promise just like what are you doing this is Um, a what are you
1: doing day this is a what mm -hmm. are
0: you doing day absolutely got it um, and, and what we're looking at from Russell here is absolutely an economic component, but more than that, he very clearly just likes Dave Chappelle. Um, like they're around the same age, have both done stand up, like they both lived the Hollywood life. So it's not terribly surprising. Might um, come plus, on his yeah,
1: show if one star, yeah, runs, yeah, right, <laughs> like stars enough lower stuff, enough. Fuckery.
0: Exactly. Definitely possible. Um, plus, yeah, class solidarity and all that. Um, yet again, a reminder that Russell Brand is among the 0.0. Are 1% of the wealthiest people on the planet, and Dave Chappelle is higher up the food chain than that. Yeah. Um, taken with his clear enjoyment of Chappelle, describing him, you know, as a genius, um, it's also painfully obvious that Russell does not think that what was said was harmful. Um, and if someone can't see how that joke could be harmful to the trans community, it's probably because they're also a member of Team Tuff. Um, you know, that's so, also motivated uh, reasoning.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. We see why you we see why you're falling on the side that you're on because you want to be able to say shit too and yeah. not get yeah, held yeah, account yeah. not get held to account for it like that's yeah like you yeah, don't want to yeah. be accountable for the impact of what you do and say
0: it's a great day for staying free <laughs> this is what's happening
1: free for me and not for thee uh-huh. yeah
0: yeah uh-huh. um so chappelle gets a bit more of a tongue fucking
3: from russell in this next oh the areas yeah. that are seemingly most <laughs> under attack include humor, sexuality in an extraordinary way. And I think that's about shutting down natural impulses, making people feel constantly concerned, twitchy, paranoid, uncertain. And figures like Dave Chappelle, who meddles in and directs rather artfully, obviously, chaos and uncertainty and ambiguity are under attack precisely because they're willing to walk into these areas we can't bring you this fantastic content without the support of our partners and about the willingness and grace that you offer us on a daily basis god
0: damn it russell transphobia and shitty ads what a day what a day uh, <laughs> um, yeah i i genuinely don't understand why sometimes we get the nice whoosh bumper to break it up and sometimes we get the beep, beep. fuck you here's an ad <laughs> It's just so appraising. Feels spiteful. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. But fine. Yeah.
1: Whatever. Um, yeah.
0: It's. it's I, I think at this point he's doing it just for us, um, just like on the on the videos. Well, that's he weird, knows. but okay. Yeah, the videos that he knows I'm gonna pick up on. That's where he puts them in. Um, so b- before <laughs> before we get to low stakes conspiracies, uh, before we get to this ad, um, what Russell just said was that humor and sexuality is under attack somehow, um, and believe me, it's not sexuality he's talking about. And also, any pushback on bigoted comments and jokes made by Chappelle is actually about shutting down. Nat- natural impulses are making people feel paranoid, twitchy, and uncertain. The implication here being that there's a form of control being exerted by a media presentation rather than real human beings actually getting upset at this shit. Um, interestingly, it seems to echo Chappelle's stance on the matter. Uh, here are some comments made, uh, from him after 2021's The Closer was released. Uh, quote, um, it's been said in the press that I was invited to speak to the transgender employees of Netflix and I refused. That is not true. If they had invited me, I would have accepted it, although I am confused about what we would be speaking about. I said what I said, and boy, I heard what you said. My God, how could I not? You said you want a safe working environment at Netflix. It seems like I'm the only one who can't go to the office. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, And if you want to meet with me, I am more than willing to, but I have some conditions. First of all, you cannot come if you have not watched my special from beginning to end. You must come to a place of my choosing at a time of my choosing. And thirdly, you must admit that Hannah Gadsby is not funny. Hard disagree, by the way. Um, I want everyone in this audience to know that even though the media frames it that it's me versus that community, that's not what it is. Do not blame the LGBTQ community for any of this. It's about corporate interests and what I can say and what I cannot say. For the record, and I need you to know this, everyone I know from that community has been loving and supportive. So I don't know what this nonsense is about.
1: Uh, Now! (laughs) Yeah. Corporate interests? Yeah. Netflix is letting this continue to happen while also publishing tons of lgbtq plus queer content because it gets views. Yep. and oh, that yeah. is genuinely like that is like the if we're looking at the platforms that are responsible i i, I think it's fucking rich how you know disney and other corporate media are being uh, you know accused of like go woke go broke hilarious okay Like, y'all are feeding, and, like, everybody's feeding into this. This is all, come on. Because, yeah, oh, there are corporate interests. Not how Russell talks about it.
0: Nope.
1: Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh.
0: No, no. Um, Interestingly, since then, Chappelle has gone on to brand all of his critics as transgender lunatics and told a sold-out crowd that he has been the victim of cancel culture. Jesus fucking Christ. Um... (laughs)
1: you told a crowd <laughs> told you told a, a crowd. crowd you told a gigantic um, crowd
0: you told a sold out crowd after his you know fucking millions of dollars netflix special you know yeah. was it ad- shut the fuck up um well if anyway. we agree
1: on the de- if we do agree on the <laughs> definition of cancel culture Ooh. as people reacting accurate like people being able to express how a piece of content makes them feel, and enough of them agreeing and and being able to you know speak their mind on social media or whatever. That's the thing is like cancel culture. This whole thing came about because you know Twitter allowed you for like allowed us, and then the proliferation of smartphones for the first time for marginalized voices to have a place to you know also for better or worse, it's often a runaway train in the in a bad direction genuine also like genuinely like there are issues at yeah. the root of a lot of yeah. these criticisms. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are we doing here though? So Br- that brigading brigading
0: can be a problem. Yeah, well yeah.
1: or yeah, yeah exactly and or even just kind of uh, so many kind of like sparks of outrage are very often uh, there's plenty of misunderstandings. There's also plenty of like yeah. people that have way less of a voice Uh, that are, you know, that do lose their job, lose, you know, like lose their education. Like there's all these, you know, lose their income because there's a misunderstanding or there's a motivated Mm -hmm. reason behind someone attacking them. And then it's just easy to whip folks into a froth. Um, Mm -hmm. Too easy. Some might say, but the, the basis and often the, um, the issue taken with, cancel culture flattens all of the all of the nuance where that's Mm. a place where marginalized voices have been able to express their displeasure in a way that like you know i think that the predominant um you know folks in charge were like oh yeah well show me and they're like well we're going to show you a lot and they're like
0: yeah i Boo, don't yeah. show
1: me. Don't like.
0: <laughs> I take it back. Stop. Stop showing me. Stop showing me things. Oh, God. Oh, no. Well, it's yeah, not that. I, it's
1: like, well, no, that's not good enough. You know, it's like, oh, all the evidence that you are like, yes. well, I, want, yeah, yeah, I yeah. want proof. Show me receipts. Show me evidence. And you're like, you unroll your CVS receipt that's five feet long. And they're like, not good enough. That's not what I yep. meant. And yeah, yeah. that happens en- over and over again. Mm. Um And... Sh- uh, I think that if we uh, agree with the actual definition of cancel culture as people genuinely expressing how they feel and um, trying to be heard in a larger conversation mm. and someone who has tons of power and wealth and resources feeling attacked, um, then that's, if that's what cult- cancel culture really is, then yeah. sure. Then sure, I, I
0: I remember like the the I, I remember it kind of coming to prominence at least in my head anyway around when the Me Too movement was properly taken hold, and I was like, ah, oh, there we go. That's that's what they've settled on. That's that's where they're gonna <laughs> that's where they're gonna roll with. Oh, we're all being cancelled. Well, that's because you did horrible shit to to people. So. Getting um, Me
1: Tooed. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that even that took a long time to to. I mean, there's what sucks is like boycott <laughs> yeah. and protest, like demonstration, protest, boycott, divestment. Those are all powerful. They were powerful tools in the civil rights movement. And they're still powerful tools, but they're so diluted because of this, like, goofy, you know, kind of surface level flattening conversations. All
0: right. Let's let's get into this ad that Russell has shoved in our faces. Um, And I warn you,
3: it goes full Alex Jones right off the bat. Did you know that the New World Order is poisoning your food, your water, and even your skincare? Wait for oh. it before you call it a conspiracy theory. Did you know, according to the FDA, companies in the US are allowed to market skincare products as non-toxic while still containing up to 49% toxic ingredients. These ingredients are illegal in Europe and other countries. These toxic ingredients and plastics could penetrate your skin and immediately enter your bloodstream, disrupt your hormones, become embedded in your organs, and may eventually give you terminal illnesses. What's the solution? Well, Charlene Bollinger, former model, current wife and mother, founder of The Truth About Cancer and Vaccines, has created a solution and it's all within this magnificent pink box. Her work has been so effective, it's difficult to get into it. I'm just trying to get in there. Right, for heaven's sakes, how do we... I mean, this is impenetrable. I've got yeah, it's in, i mean, Her work has front, been so dog. effective that the Biden oh. White House has put them on the disinformation dozen list just for telling the truth.
0: Whew, um, yeah, in, in, in a way, I'm actually kind of grateful that this bullshit ad is here so I can take a break from dealing with the bigotry. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, good Lord. Um, that opening, right? Uh... So first thing I want to pick up on is that this is a beauty kit that Russell is selling and the ad itself is aimed at women. Um, It does speak Mm. to the notion that more Uh of Russell's audience is female than his other alt-right counterparts. Obviously, we don't have exact figures, but seems to validate it at least a little bit. Um, I also think, by the way, that that is not his copy that he is reading. I don't think he wrote that. I think that is the assigned copy for the ad. Um, right. but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, that sounds, um,
1: that's normal. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like his usual self. I'm like, yeah, I think that's copy. I think. Well, um, also i also struggling to get into
1: a box of, of whatever. Oh, f- is a very unboxing that's, that's, moment. That's, that's but a very That's editorial. a, that's a that's, YouTube that's unboxing. That's definitely,
0: yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. Um, now, who the fuck is charlene bollinger um as russell mentioned she's one of the disinformation dozen alongside rfk jr and joseph mcculler as one of the 12 people producing up to 65 percent of all anti-vax content on social media during the COVID 19 pandemic um because she's a right-wing christian trad life mom she's best known as counterpart to her husband ty bollinger and who the fuck is ty bollinger now It's rare that I get to look at a Wikipedia page that is able to factually and accurately destroy a human being, but here it is. Uh, Ty Bollinger, born 1968, is an American misinformation marketer and conspiracy theorist who promotes alternative medicine treatments for cancer and vaccine-preventable diseases. Bollinger has no medical training and has a history of disseminating misinformation about cancer treatments, anti-vaccine conspiracy theories, promoting ineffective or unproven cures, and other conspiracy theories on social media platforms. Uh, For Wikipedia, this is a fucking takedown. Um, With his wife, Charlene, he runs the website The Truth About Cancer, uh, which was established in 2014. It promotes misinformation about cancer, notably that chemotherapy doesn't cure the disease, and functions, yeah, and it functions as a merchandising platform for their numerous instructional videos, as well as food supplements, alternative health books, and treatments. Um, The reach of the videos can be considerable, some having been viewed millions of times. Uh, The Truth About Cancer videos present a variety of pseudoscientific treatments to supposedly remove toxins from the body, an approach long discredited as being incompatible with what is known about human physiology. Um, again, so whoever wrote this, <laughs> um, just, uh, so yeah, just, just lovely people selling lovely things. Um, and it makes complete sense as to why the ad immediately tells you that other skincare products might give you an unnamed terminal illness. Um, the toxic ingredients thing, by the way, is partially true. Um, with the beauty industry being far less regulated than it is in the EU, you guys can still find formaldehyde oh, in your cosmetics. That's what I was going to um. say is like,
1: no yeah that's mm. all that's all fucking absolutely goddamn yeah. true 100,000 yeah, yeah. million percent and a, yeah. a big part of the problem is the unregulated marketplaces that even if the FDA you know like the FDA is already pretty toothless when it comes to this kind of thing and any mm. kind of regulatory body is toothless because there are ways to undermine their their regulatory power and their um their their reach because you know enough of these loopholes through deregulation have been you know have been hunted down and expanded to where amazon you know like amazon can just basically anybody can just put whatever up for sale and then that kind of created this precedent where you could have, you know, factories in China or wherever that were just kind of making something and putting it out there. And it didn't have to the, the way that you would have to invoke any kind of FDA regulation or a recall or anything is you would have to take the product, prove that it caused a problem. There's there's a number of documentaries mm-hmm. about this. And um documentaries I think are specifically useful because you can see you you can see the physical damage done form cosmetics on human faces usually women um also fda is has a bad track record for um caring for the health of women through their you know or taking women as seriously as far as they're being targeted and exploited by a company um Mm. for harmful business practices but basically you can go in and sell the thing and then you got to take it to the fda and you have to say okay fda Uh, this brand is making this product. I have proved that it's harmful. I have evidence. And then a bunch of people have to do that for the FDA to be able to act on it and take it seriously because they're also massively underfunded and understaffed. So that brand can just change like, and then the FDA is like, well, this is, um, you know, this, okay, well we, even when they agree and they order a recall or whatever, the brand itself is a bit of a slippery fish because it's not like mm-hmm. it's not dove it's not pantene that you find on every single shelf in america this is something that's it's it's for the back of a le- back lack of a better term back of a letter term is uh <laughs> is fly by night uh um, yeah, yeah 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 and they yeah. can just it, kind of shut uh, down or just put it put it in a different bottle or put whatever a
0: different fucking label on it exactly and, and then yeah, just keep yeah.
1: it rolling and there's there the documentation of of the damage is being done is wild and outrageous yeah. also plastics yeah. Also plastics. also
0: plastics yeah yeah as we as we went into uh in the last episode <laughs> uh-huh. um but yeah formaldehyde not great um no. but yeah that's that's in some of your cosmetics apparently um the oh, asbestos lead, lead uh, bleh, yeah uh, the Bollinger's, either way, have, have amped things up a little bit, uh, along with a scary graphic of plastics getting into your blood and embedding into your organs. Um, and the implication that moisturizers will give you cancer. Um, so they can sell this Charlie face collection for the low, low price of $389.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I um I I t- I, I took Bless interest- my Sephora
1: over that one. Mm-hmm. Chewy. Yes.
0: I took I took a look at the ingredients list out of curiosity and I couldn't find anything that was particularly alarming. It, they they do seem to be chock full of chemicals. Um but nothing nothing that's particularly, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> um, mean that the thing is is especially in I, I mean If it's coming from America, like I don't know what the um the regular. I mean, I would assume that since he's in the UK and that it would that EU um regulations would apply. I don't think because in America that ain't gonna be any more. That's that's not gonna be any more regulated than anything else. The ingredients list is voluntary. That the ingredients list is you can say whatever the fuck you want.
0: Yeah, that's true. I um, I I I don't think these are available in the EU or the UK. I don't think. Well, um, I, I would that
1: would give me pause in and of itself. Thank you so much.
0: Yes. Yeah. Ah. I, I'll. Um. Yeah. I d- I didn't check or try to get some shipped to my house, but maybe right, I'll, I'll right, have right. a look and see yeah. uh, see what the options are. Oh. Um. Out of curiosity, but yeah. Um. At the at the very least, it's definitely an. Fucking overpriced product that they're trying to sell with fear. Um, anyway.
1: I uh, mean, that's cosmetics, uh, also. <laughs> like, that's the beauty yeah, of the industry. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, that's true. Yipe um, stripes.
3: Let's hear a little bit more as to what is in this stuff, uh, according to Russell, anyway. I'm telling you all this because she has developed the most luxurious, toxic-free, anti-aging skincare line on the planet. Charlice. So Charlize is second to none. Mm-hmm. The oxygen serum. Which one is the oxygen serum? That's anti-aging overnight. It's a damn good serum. This is a body lotion. This one... Face moisturizer, naturally tinted. The Oxygen Serum is an infusion of oxygen, which your body and skin need to be healthy and fight early signs of aging. It also includes the powerful ingredient, apple stem cells, which dramatically halts early signs of aging and stops wrinkles in their tracks. The Charlize Toner not only lifts the skin, but also lifts your mood by boosting serotonin levels. So you will look great and feel great. Charlize is packaged in beautiful, high vibrational, Italian glass, never plastic, to preserve the quality and efficacy of these ingredients. So stop supporting companies that are slowly killing you with poisons. So I've just noticed the tagline there. They've got "because you are worth it."
0: Like surely that—that's L'Oreal's. Yeah, that's L'Oreal.
1: Yeah, yeah. Surely they can't
0: take that. I get. But you paid
1: somebody to do this.
0: (laughs) Maybe because it's not. it's not contracted you know what what I'm saying. Because because you, you are, are worth, worth it. <laughs> it
1: I don't know man I feel uh, like that's actionable yeah, but again might,
0: might, might shoot l'oreal a quick email <laughs> yeah.
1: even to like that's the thing is is uh, so much regulation and the rules to impose on these systems and that's an excellent example even though it seems kind of piddly is a contraction versus a you are versus a your. But yeah. it's all like to bring attention to the fact that all of these regulations are so profoundly voluntary. And if 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 L'Oreal gives enough of a shit, I can't imagine they even would. Mm. I mean, L'Oreal's probably busy enough, like chasing down copycat L'Oreal. Like, that's another thing that's really, really that is exploded in the I mean, most industries, beauty industry as well of quote unquote dupes and you don't even know if it's a duplicate or not. And so L'Oreal can get sued if somebody is selling a package of like L'Oreal that like is a lookalike, but is not mm. the actual product and L'Oreal yeah. gets sued for that shit that they're probably busy with that. They're not worried about a tagline, but that would be beneficial as 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 standing in you know like standing in the way of someone that is like those tiny tiny bottles for all that money and none of that shit works none of it I mean no I'm not gonna say none ninety five or more percent of every claim on health and beauty unregulated <clears throat> anything is bullshit oh man like it's not
0: yep. even a um... real
1: ass thing. <laughs>
0: Well, well, Russell thinks you need to stop supporting companies killing you with poisons and instead buy these apple stem cell serums packaged in high vibrational Italian glass. I would love to know what makes it high vibrational. Um don't we don't get into it sadly.
1: Vibes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> vibes. vibes, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm getting good vibes from this bottle. It's that's what that's it's high vibes. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of shit packed into that one ad there. But the uh, the thing that did catch my ear was the apple stem cells. Um, immediately, I was like, "But we're not apples." Surely we would need to be apples for that to work. So I looked into it. Um, Jordan Wang is a uh, medical research director at the Laser and Skin Surgery Center of New York and a board-certified dermatologist who has published several papers on stem cells in dermatology, and he had a few things to say. Uh, Quote, Frequently, the marketing is over exaggerated and solely meant to increase sales irregardless of the science. Um, Unfortunately, the term stem cell is highly marketable, but the products do not have robust peer reviewed science behind them. The studies I have seen are very small and appear to be aimed at convincing an audience that has no scientific background. There is less convincing data on the benefits of plant-derived stem cells as it pertains to skin health, and there are many questions on if their use truly translates to worthwhile and noticeable results. There is no theoretical reason why this would have any benefit on human skin. Another issue is the stability of stem cells in topical formulations, where breakdown and viability are significant concerns. The way they are maintained in labs is to keep them in a dish at 37 degrees Fahrenheit with a very specific soup of substrates, enzymes, etc., which are constantly being changed. Even so, they have a limited lifespan in this environment. The likelihood of a cosmetic formula being able to replicate this is pretty small. Uh, um, there's also another issue. Uh, Stem cells aren't particularly known for being absorbed through the skin. Yep. Uh, Quote, skin is a barrier and the stem cells would not penetrate the barrier. Unquote. So there we go, everybody. Um, If it says apple stem cells on the front, ask yourself, am I an apple? And if the answer is no, leave it on the shelf. Um, Yeah.
1: And even just (laughs) any amount of cursory looking into the stem cell, like even stem cells are... They're mm, not, what's unfortunate is they're not very well understood because of legislation yeah, yeah. and whipping people into a froth about not exploring <sighs> about, stem cells. Uh, about
0: human stem cell research. Ex- about human yeah, yeah. stem
1: cells, but there yeah. are still clinics and, and and sometimes true crime content has your back. And if there's scammy doctors out there, I believe um, in the Over My Dead, but there was, I don't know if it's Dr. Death or another Wondery joint. Um, in an over my dead body, uh, season, Mm. but stem cells are, they do something we don't know enough. And it it could very be like very much be, you know, a, a clinic in a strip mall that's playing fast and loose. Um, and they're not putting it on top. They're injecting that's so, yeah, there's something like there's, there's a, there's a vague notion of stem cells being beneficial. That's floating around. So that's why they're using it in marketing. Like that's it's marketing. It's all marketing.
0: For, for, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. There, There is a and there is a canyon of difference between between this and um, stem cells in a medical uh, context. Exactly. <laughs> you
1: know? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and what I will say also about the, I do like the shout out to the Wikipedia debunking. What I have found that um, just as an aside, uh, mm. the Wikipedia, de- the, the debunk, because you've got a lot of people and a growing community of like mm-hmm. wikipedia editors and people talk shit whatever people talk shit about everything there's a lot of effort being put into like i've seen a number of entries in wikipedia that are d- debunking up top
2: debunking mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. top
1: and like and not in a way that i think we have been used to kind of getting couch couching language and softening language in i think mainstream media um you know if you yeah. if you look up there's there's maybe some also we have more proof now um that is easier yeah. to access i think it's a. I think it's a really good thing so yeah shout it's, out um, for me as well i think that's fantastic. yeah no
0: I'm 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 a big fan because because often it goes the other way um where where things are too soft and and to be fair i haven't checked his wiki recently but russell's was definitely suffering from that Um, there, there were, and, and reason being, if you looked in the, um, in the kind of edit history for it, there were a lot of people trying to add things and then other people being like, no. Um, be because they were, they clearly liked Russell Hawking Brand. Um, well, I think and, it's a new and, trend,
1: and I think it's, I think it should be celebrated. I think that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. exactly,
0: yeah, yeah, the, 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 there being a victory for truth, um, is, is if, yeah. always, always needs celebration. The tide is yeah.
1: turning. I'm here for it. She's turning. Yeah, yeah. And I, I
0: haven't, I haven't checked it. recently, but um, I, I am, I'm eventually hoping that Russell, you know, when you Google him, it will change from you know actor and comedian to um. You know, Predator conspir- Yeah, conspiracy theorist and sexual predator? predator. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> like, yeah, that's thank you. More accurate. Good. Uh, right, fits, so
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> might as well be in your top Google result.
0: Uh, so we need to get away from selling bullshit through fear and instead go back to uh defending transphobia.
3: Fucking frying pans and fires all over this show. Okay, let's get back into the story. As I said to you, elsewhere in the same special, Dave Chappelle talks admiringly of trans people and like what it takes to be a man and what it takes to be a dreamer, and how you don't need to be able to understand somebody in order to be able to respect them. And in any honest critique of that show, you would have to say, he does also say this, so plainly he's got a quite evolved perspective.
0: <clears throat> he brought this back. Um so the supposed point where Chappelle spoke admiringly of trans people, right? Do you want to know what really happened? Uh, Dave Chappelle does start talking about dreamers and the power of having a dream, you know, to motivate you and push you forward, right? And he does say, I don't need to understand someone else's dream to be able to respect it. He does say that. He then tells a long story about him having a confrontation with a Russian mobster in his early days of stand-up and the power of dreaming big and how that ultimately saw him through. He then, incredibly sarcastically, says that he can think of no bigger dreamer than a trans man that is supposed to be admiration for the trans community according to russell um there's not too much to say to that other than fuck that guy and fuck russell there's a mm, when you're mm. like
1: examining the like oh it's just a joke Mm-hmm. Like if you're exam, like the, the rule that you should bring to, like, if you do want to have a nuanced conversation, and I think that there is a place for nuanced conversation at mm, sure. to some degree, but what yeah, you're yeah. looking for is who is the butt of the joke. Yeah. Dave Chappelle is not the butt of that joke. Trans men are the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. so who's the butt of the joke that tells you the harm that's put that could potentially be caused and the motivations of the person telling the joke and you can't tell me that dave Chappelle doesn't know who the butt of the joke is
0: yeah no he he absolutely knows um he absolutely i'd say he's an expert the the, the the expense um yeah no right. exactly he absolutely knows at whose expense that joke is at yeah. Um, yeah, there there's a litany of other shitty jokes in there as well. Um, Chappelle talks about when he was attacked on stage last year and that apparently the guy was bisexual, which Chappelle uses to say, Oh, I could have been raped. Um, which fucking great. Trigger warning for transphobia and sexual assault and, and, yeah. and regular and regular assault, I guess, incoming um ugh. yeah um okay yeah that'll do okay um he also said uh, quote god forbid i ever go to jail but if i do i hope it's in california soon as the judge sentences me i'll be like before you sentence me i want the court to know i identify as a woman send me to a woman's jail as soon as i get in there you know what i'm gonna be doing Give me a fruit cocktail, bitch, before I knock your motherfucking teeth out. I'm a girl, just like you, bitch. Come here and suck this girl dick I got. Don't make me explain myself. I'm a girl.
1: Boy, I wish we would have a trigger warning before that, because that was upsetting. That's Sorry. really out,
0: Sorry. out of I'll-
1: pocket. For Sorry. him to say that
0: is, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll add one in in post because <laughs> because uh, yeah, uh, so yes, Dave Chappelle, girls can have dicks, um, and and no, that's not the way going to prison works for trans people at all. You despicable fuck. Um, and the part about threatening and sexually assaulting a woman—that's all you, Dave Chappelle. That's that's you making up that scenario. Like this is fucking Rob Schneider jokes being told by someone with better delivery. That's what uh... this is. Like fucking uh, that's,
1: well, I mean, we don't need to, you know. Rob Schneider's, come on, like Rob Schneider and Jim Brewer, they're 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 doing their thing, and they're we doing can, their thing. They're very easily cordoned off into their little. <laughs> yeah, they're in their yeah. tube, you know. Yeah, I mean? no, no, absolutely. They're in absolutely. their tube. That's, Dave that's Chappelle what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying.
0: Why why is Chappelle like like using similar material? I'm like, oh Jesus Christ.
1: I mean, it's ew. it's it's. i I think being sensitive you know i i feel like we all are on our own journey listen listen this this is gonna sound qualified stick with me till the end we're all on our own journey and we have to um you know learn and grow and i think that maybe we're not all on the same wavelength as far as what the popular tone of conversation or the woke conversation we're not always all plugged in to Mm. every aspect of what would be appropriate to say what would be appropriate to Mm. think and feel how to or or even having the tools to grow and to move forward i don't think that someone of that stature has that excuse but even just to entertain Mm, the idea and to hear like to um also i think that like being sensitive can come off of, like this is a toxic masculinity thing all over because mm. you're like because being sensitive and being considerate is not manly um so here we go that's toxic masculinity ding check that and also i think <laughs> this is why i'm saying this um popular kind of conversation has gotten away from the getting ard in prison joke. Mm -hmm. Like we've kind of collectively been like, oh, that was too common. Let's not do that anymore. And I think being plugged into that, even the basic, that's not like hyper woke. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not out of the realm of like yeah, guys, that's wrong. Like that's wrong, and it's bad for so many reasons. I'm stoked that the uh, like <laughs> that examining the carceral state in the you know prison industrial complex has brought that conversation to the fore. And I think that in other aspects, Dave Chappelle is very well versed in other critiques of that system. So mm. allowing for and perpetuating sexual assault within prison let's talk about the myriad problems that that cause that, that maybe it's not a funny fucking joke maybe it's actually a really serious terrifying awful problem let's go yeah you know like yeah. Uh, yeah. we all kind of we all kind of don't like st- that's not like a good feeling joke anymore that makes my tummy hurt cuz I'm think, there, there I'm concerned was, with other people suffering, like in trauma. Yeah,
0: no, there, there 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 was nothing good about that joke, um, at all. And and the the purpose of it is to demonize trans people. At the end of it, and you're like, oh, oh, okay, this is just a whole, a whole fucking real bullshit. Oh, great, thanks, thanks for this. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, uh. Huh. Legacy media are terrible for not recognizing Chappelle's apparent admiration of the trans community, and (laughs) any criticism of Dave Chappelle and what he said in this special is just designed to create anxiety among the masses and control our thoughts.
3: Apparently, that's, that's, uh, that's what's actually happening. But they don't want evolved perspectives. What they want is a kind of state of stasis and nervousness and anxiety, there's a kind of relish behind attacking other people. As a person that's been subject to public attacks myself, what I recognize is that nuance is sort of stripped away. Anything that doesn't make a situation look as bad as possible is extracted, diluted, denied, removed, eliminated, as if what's being offered is objective analysis from a group that have no skin in the game. When in all actuality, what you have is participants in a cultural endeavor offering a very Particular perspective on a subject in order to achieve a particular result. In the case of Dave Chappelle, that result is just ongoing tension, conflict, creating disorientation around where people are supposed to stand with their social roles.
0: Creating disorientation regarding. Feel disoriented and then then unfeel it. it.
1: Learn, (laughs) like, feel disoriented. Understand that it's not like if you're getting called out and it feels bad, you don't get to then bitch about that bad feeling that like, oh, I don't like feeling wrong because someone told me I did something wrong and now my pain trumps any harm I may have caused, then how that works. That is not how that works. Reckon with your disoriented feeling and then Mm. learn about it. And listen, maybe you do come out the other side thinking like, well, you know, I know what my intention was, and now that I have learned about it, um, I can deliver it in a different way, or I can be more thoughtful or considerate, uh, but also maybe that makes my fucking, my sad little dick soft that I have to be considerate of other people, and that's like, well, that's a whole other problem. <laughs> Back to drawing yeah, board. Yeah, Back to yeah, learning yeah. lesson.
0: Yeah, goddamn. Um, yeah, and... uh him going off about, you know, I, I've been attacked when he was talking about um the media trying to shut down discussion of sexuality. That's what he was talking about. He wasn't right. talking about actual sexuality. He means he means sex in of itself and and him being, yeah, a, a, a predator. Um so yeah, uh Russell, and and stick with me here. What if someone who works for a media organization takes issue with Chappelle and they are trans? What then? Is there still no skin in the game? Or Like, what if What if they love someone who's trans? What if they have family who are trans? What if they're just a decent fucking ally? Is there still no skin in the game? Because I can all but guarantee everyone knows at least someone who is under the trans umbrella somewhere. Um, does and if you don't think
1: that you do, that just you means you don't do. know. you yeah, do. You
0: do. You absolutely do. Um, Does defending the people we care about not count as skin in the game? Um, Should we not be defending and protecting other human beings from harm, full stop? Like, it's been a while since we dealt with Candace Owens, but as Dave Chappelle shares and espouses a lot of the same fucking views, let's look at some statistics again, shall we? LGBTQ plus youth are four times as likely to attempt suicide than their heteronormative peers. The Trevor Project estimates that more than 1.8 million LGBTQ plus youth ages 13 to 24 seriously consider suicide each year in the US. That's 45% of the total, including more than half of transgender and non-binary youth, and at least one attempts suicide every 45 seconds. The black transgender and gender non conforming community has been found to face discrimination to a higher degree than the rest of the trans community, which is due to the intersection of racism and transphobia. A survey by the National LGBTQ Task Force found that among the black respondents, 49% reported having attempted suicide, 41% of respondents reported homelessness at some point in their lives, which is more than five times the rate of the general US population. That is who Dave Chappelle is attacking and denying the existence of in every single fucking show he does.
1: Yep. And oh. the mm. like the, the the like average life expectancy of like a black trans woman. I don't know if it's if it's Shockingly across the board. That. It's like yeah, 35.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's it's it's, it's like it's ancient outrageous.
1: Roman drinking out of lead pipes, like yeah. cholera, yeah. cholera yeah. epidemics. Um and what yeah. I You know, and
0: growing old is a rebellious fucking act for trans people.
1: It is an act, yeah. It's it's a political act, absolutely. Because you think about it, like you know, I think that statistics are absolutely great and very useful. um, And I I think that pairing them with like this is a thought experiment that I, uh, you know, occurred to me a long time ago, and it's very simple. Um, Imagine you have to get a job, Mm -hmm. and your ID says something different like your government issued id says something different than how you appear imagine um imagine trying to get work if you are walking yeah. into a business and you're saying i would like to apply for a job and your gender is different on your government issued id than as you present and maybe check on a form because that's how you're living your life because that's who you are Mm. It's not rocket science to understand how all of these how all of these statistics have come to be. And there is something to be said for the like and what I've been talking I feel like I've been talking about to am blue in the face is the um I mean I guess mostly off brand but maybe in general um the technology that allows, like, kind of the surveillance technology and just technology in general that allows people to be followed throughout their lives with our, you know, our our information that is kind of established with the government. That's why government ID laws are such a fucking, like, being able to change your gender is, like, such a fucking big deal. It's also why conservatives know to attack them. Is... There was a lot of instances throughout history where people were absolutely, like, persecuted, harmed, killed everything because Mm -hmm. they were something different than what society imposed upon them. However, when you didn't have this, like, extensive surveillance system and extensive, like, records that will follow you regardless of what you do about them till the day you die, um, I mean, you think about... In and in, to use a different example that might be more understandable or relatable, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard about these stories is like, and they are anomalies, but it's a good, another good like kind of example that um when people are like the government issue, like basically decides that you're dead and then mm. changes your paperwork to you being dead you know, a hundred years ago, that'd be a lot easier to rectify. But today to go get that change, to go get like, basically be alive. Like you're like, no, I'm alive. It's not a question of going to the social security office and being like, JK, I'm alive. I don't know what you're talking about. It is significantly more complicated than that. So if you use that type of story and that type of example, I think it was this American life, like a a million years ago, like talking about people going through those kind of scenarios. It's like kind of wild. And just to think about, you know, going back to that kind of like what can apply to you personally in your daily life? Just imagine you having to go do the same thing to go get employed
0: yeah I, I think these statistics I,
1: have a practical application is what I'm saying. i am f-
0: saying. feel like that that exercise will work well among our audience however i think it requires uh, at least a degree of empathy and being able to think yeah. you know uh, outside of yourself and i think a lot of people in russell's audience might struggle with that <laughs> but um that's but, on hey, them uh, yeah that's no, on absolutely them. absolutely we we can but continue to try yeah um exactly so What what Dave Chappelle used to be able to do was couch his transphobic bigotry by saying, oh no, I have a trans friend and she thinks I'm great. Um, He was specifically speaking of Daphne Dorman, a trans comic who he had worked with at a show and befriended. Uh, He discussed her in his award winning 2019 special, Sticks and Stones. After plenty of transphobic remarks and being uh, and comparing being trans to wearing blackface, uh, Chappelle joked about making out with Daphne while anxiously inspecting her anatomy. Um, Initially, Dorman was thrilled about the recognition in the show and then received a fair bit of backlash from the LG btq plus community arguing that Chappelle was using her to excuse his transphobic nonsense um, barely two months after sticks and stones was released Daphne Dorman died by suicide leaving behind her infant daughter uh, shortly before she had posted an apology note to facebook saying quote to those of you who are mad at me please forgive me to those of you who feel like i failed you i did and i'm sorry and i hope you'll remember me in better times and better light unquote. Uh, in Chappelle's subsequent special, The Closer, he talks about this, as you mentioned. Um, he says, Dorman went against her tribe to defend him, after which they, quote, dragged that bitch all over Twitter. It wasn't the jokes. I don't know what was going on in her life, but I bet dragging her didn't help. Maybe you're right, Dave. Maybe, just maybe, shitting on trans people on public forums isn't going to help them out. Study after study has shown a direct connection between the type of perceptions of gender identity that Chappelle is performing and anti-trans violence. And as mentioned, the trans community are in general far, far more likely to die by suicide than any other demographic. This all could have been a lesson to Dave Chappelle, um, that maybe the people with the biggest fights don't need anyone adding to the pile by denying and mocking their existence. Yep. But no, instead, he keeps coming back to cause harm. And I would bet money that if I asked him, do you think your jokes are harmful to the trans community? He wouldn't be able to deny it. Like, he might say, oh, it's woke and sensitive and blah, 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 but he wouldn't be able to deny it because he knows what he's doing. This isn't a man standing on a stage and joking, even if that's the format of his presentation. This is a man saying exactly what he believes and making millions of people accept it without even thinking about it because he made them laugh in the same moment. Um, well, but yeah. also
1: fundamentally, he is denying his role in the harm. Like yes, yeah, yeah. At, at, that's what... At
0: the- At the same time, yeah, 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 yeah. no, you're right. Because I would say if
1: someone's a victim of cancel culture, she was. That's That to me, it's like, that's a perfect example Mm -hmm. of like how the dog pile and, you know, and the brigading, like it it can be harmful. And um, I think obviously fucking was. And I think that um, Dave Chappelle insisting and calling for like you're calling for nuance in the conversation on its face like that's i don't think that's what you're doing it's what you're saying like you're calling for nuance and you're insisting um that you know this this type of harm change without acknowledging your role in the harm and you can like listen call for nuance till you're blue in the face but if you're not facilitating and you're not trying to at least help and if the nuance isn't there it just isn't there maybe we'll get there someday for and i'm talking about any number of subjects because russell does Mm -hmm. this shit all the time you can you can call for nuance again and like you can shout yourself hoarse but if it's not happening, and if you're just calling for it but not also helping, like if you're not contributing, like if you're part of the problem instead of the solution, then your call for nuance is performative.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that is absolutely, um, absolutely what Chappelle was doing um, with, with regards to Daphne Dorman. I'm I'm hesitant to say that kind of a led to b and led to c in, sure. in the scenario of sure. her death um some media spaces um claimed that actually like it wasn't that bad what happened you know what happened online um i'm i'm not interested in litigating that to be honest you also I also can't
1: ask her yeah, yeah so- exactly,
0: exactly exactly and and w- whether it's that bad to you and whether it was that bad to her we will never
1: know right. um
0: is is the reality um But I also think
1: the reality is acknowledging that, I'm sorry, anybody, like, it doesn't even matter the amount. Mm. I think that we've learned a lot more, even in subsequent years, acknowledging that it's who says it, who gets in your head. It could be one person Mm. that Mm. you care about, that, um, you know, who you respect and you care about going after you. And it doesn't matter if it's a hundred. It could be one that really, really hurts and drives a nail in that. You know, drives a nail in that coffin and, and you can't escape or even just like yeah. having an environment where you feel like where you previously got support and then feel completely unsupported again. It could be a fraction of your fans and the people who, you know, who care about you, um, mm-hmm. you know, and follow you and all that kind of stuff like it doesn't need to be a lot. And I think that we're at least, I think that conversation is changing a little bit now because enough people have been able to say like, Hey, this happened to me and it's how it made me feel in a way that even a few years ago, we didn't really get that.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, and yeah, we we can, we can only hope that that continues and and things change Mm -hmm. more drastically. Um, now Russell has something of an optimistic perspective on humanity in general in this next clip.
3: I feel that most people from across the political spectrum are generally speaking, if they're living lives where they're free from agitation and oppression, broadly kind and polite to other people. I think it's very rare that you see people hyped up into states of hatred. Indeed, I think it requires a degree of instigation to create it. But if your cultural environment is one of uncertainty, censorship, doubt, denial, removal of nuance, removal of humor, it, I think, increases the problems that these legacy media outlets are claiming to address. He's plainly joking when he says, I love punching down. All of the stand up around disabled people is ironic and layered and nuanced and sophisticated. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> what the
1: fuck did I say? <laughs> okay. Well.
0: You look li- you look like you have feelings. Um, <laughs>
1: I just uh, said it. I don't need to say it again.
0: <laughs> no, it's true. Um. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah, the, uh, by the way, the the sophistication of doing physical impressions of people with disabilities, right? The layers, the nuance. Fritch!
1: (laughs) Fritch.
0: <laughs> oh God. Um, so the argument that Russell is making here is that actually legacy media and any media at all pushing back on Dave Chappelle's bigotry is in fact removing nuance and humor, which is then creating the conflict around trans people and in turn creating transphobia as a response. Um, there is a degree of truth to that second part, but it doesn't stem, I would say, from the public at large on their own. Um, in fact, where it comes from is Russell is people like you. Um, who have literally said, you know, whatever the legacy media is saying, the opposite is probably happening and will go against anything that a respectable media outlet says uh, to act as a reactionary contrarian because you know it gets eyeballs on your content. Which then means if the media say, hey, trans people are people maybe we should just leave them alone your peers like jordan peterson candace owens and tucker carlson all go Well, wow, that means we have to go extra hard against the trans people now doesn't it and uh, you just stand there promoting and supporting it all while pretending to be some kind of fucking ally when in reality you are the cause of a lot of this problem
1: or ah, like contributing like even yeah, if you're not the cause definitely. you're mm-hmm. piling on
0: that yeah. counts oh yeah
1: don't yeah, pile absolutely. To, yeah. Like even if you like even if your if your views, you know, and I think that everybody's on their own journey, um, keep them keep them in. Like if you know that it's going to or at least like if it's not gonna cost you anything, why got it why you gotta say it? You don't always gotta say it. You don't always gotta say something like fucking negative and tearing down or or like
2: maybe well, maybe see, just keep
1: see, it and let it, it simmer. Not- you may regret it, may, it later
0: it, it may not cost him anything um you know but but uh he's thinking about gains that's all he's thinking about right. he's thinking about like hey i could uh, i could really bring some people on side with this that's well i'm um, saying
1: what what maybe we should think about no what what sh- what you're not what you're gonna do <laughs> no
0: no what's actually happening <laughs> yes yeah yeah not what
1: you really want to do. do what you're
0: gonna
3: <laughs> do yeah
0: yeah yeah. Oh. oh dear. Um and next the uh the mask slips just a little bit.
3: And this nuance and sophistication is going to be necessary if we're going to continue to navigate territory like this. What is the ultimate end of the culture war? Do you think that one side's going to win and one side's going to lose? You're going to eliminate all people that are traditional, eliminate all people that are conservative, or eliminate all people that are progressive? Of course not. It's more or less a kind of, I don't know, it may not be 50-50. I don't know, because one thing I've learned is professional metropolitan biases are loud voices, but potentially small demographics. Coastal elites! (laughs) Oh! Oh.
1: Professional
0: metropolitan biases and loud voices Is that British for coastal elites? I think that's his version, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um i i think we just got russell's alt-right shift in a fucking soundbite absolutely incredible absolutely incredible um yeah um with regards to what he's calling the culture war which i call civil rights um the aim no is not to eliminate all the people who are as russell calls them traditional or conservative Odds are I'll never to be able uh, I'll never be able to change their views on a lot of this stuff either. Um, but what I do want to do is at the very least try and get back to a pre 2016 2016 mentality when at least racists were ashamed to be racists out loud and bigots were ashamed to be bigots out loud for the yeah. most part. Like that would be a fucking start for me. Just reminding people that hey, saying openly hateful shit in public is not acceptable, and we're gonna collectively well, jump on you for doing it.
1: Here's the thing. Um, <laughs> That's freedom. You're Mm -hmm. free to say whatever you want to say. Go ahead. Honestly, I, I would prefer that people are at least fucking up front. I mean, but also like that's, that's a lot to ask because a lot of people are self-aware, but like say whatever you say, say it, let us know exactly where you are. It is my right to react as much yeah. of, like it, i have as much we all get one vote it's as much my right to say that i don't agree with you and i don't i think that saying it in like you know being nasty or hostile or whatever like it is what it is and either side but if you mm. want if you want people to meet you on the merits of what you're saying i don't think being nasty or hostile or condescending is going to help your argument from any side but the onus is on the person saying the the first thing and wanting to say mm-hmm. whatever they're going to say. Okay, well, I'm going to say whatever I'm going to say. That honestly, that is one of those cognitive dissonances that like in conservative pundit spheres drives me the most yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. crazy because it's the most Fre- Fre- obvious thing.
0: Yeah, freedom of speech is not freedom from consequences. They're exactly. not the same thing. Exactly. Um, and and uh, the, the thing for me in that scenario is, is that the 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 problem that we have very obviously encountered um, post 2016 and post Trump is um is is that all of these voices because they feel enabled by all of that um, are much louder and in doing so they get more people on site that's where i take issue with it i'm like no no no. i miss when racists were fucking quieter about being racist because they were far less likely to be able to drag people into the same fucking title
1: no you're absolutely bullshit. right you're absolutely right and it's um, exposure and it's a lack of consequences like it, there yeah, used to yeah. be more consequences for saying things publicly and yeah. that has that barrier has been removed because yeah. the people that are you know, kind of, like, are, re- are responding, are demonized and are, you know, like, um, discredited and are treated like they're mind-controlled. Just like how we were talking about earlier in the episode that, like, That's the other fucking wildly condescending thing is like, you're not disagreeing with me because you disagree with me. You're disagreeing with me because someone else has convinced you or brainwashed you or groomed you or, you know, there's, you just don't know. And that's why you're disagreeing with me. My feelings are valid. I know where I'm coming from, but you are too stupid to know how you actually think. And someone has programmed you to think that or whatever condescending version that is honestly very subtle it can be very subtle it Mm -hmm. can be very subtle
0: it can can be yeah yeah it ain't all invasion of
1: the body snatchers you know what i mean they're
0: all brainwashed um yeah 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 Yeah, pretty much um yeah and and you know I, i yeah i i i miss the days when there were consequences for any of it um because you know i I, I don't even know if it's really possible to get back to that, um, you know, kind of putting the genie back in the bottle, um, let alone providing and legislating the support networks that are so very clearly necessary for the LGBTQ plus community, um, because as long as these people are allowed to say this shit out loud, the right wing are going to promote and support it, and the legislators are going to reflect that as well. Mm. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, the- Jeez, yeah. yeah, Telling me,
1: brother. Geez, that beat. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it's just like, <laughs> oh, God right I, I, yeah I, I don't know if there's a way back to that in any in any kind of immediate future i don't know people it's are trying time
1: yeah i mean it's that's the thing is the those steps have gone backwards but also i think that um mm, i if it were me if i mm. were a conservo you know conservo bro out in the world mm. making all these claims i would have in the and i think that like there is a degree of like Rupert Murdoch kind of going this way is like, "Mm, I don't want this to come back on me if the pendulum swings. And there Mm -hmm. are people that are working really hard to swing that pendulum back to having consequences for being terrible. Mm
2: -hmm. And I think
1: that it's, I don't think it's a long game. It just doesn't strike me as a long game that uh, it seems like it seems risky. um, I think in the long run, because the pendulum can swing back again like granted like the pendulum is gonna swing but we still Mm -hmm. have to be active and we have to be constantly kind of trying to change the world that we live in not just assuming that it's gonna get better because of the passage of time
0: the speed of the pendulum does kind of come down to us at least a little bit um absolutely i don't think
1: it's i mean and being on the wrong side of history or whatever like i think that to a degree, I feel like conservatives used to be better about um being wishy-washy enough to, to be more slippery. This is the yeah, stuff like yeah. they're saying, so, you know, the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world are saying in no uncertain terms, ma- staking very bold claims, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. and those are set in stone. There's no wiggling. Um Yeah, no, if- it's true.
0: It's true. The, yeah, you you can't you can't without something radical, you can't come back from that, you yeah. know. <laughs> Yeah, oh dear. It's um, there. To, yeah, it's, it's, there. it's there. It's shocking, though. So, what is the answer in Russell's view? Well.
3: But nevertheless, the obvious answer is we're going to have to become tolerant of one another, tolerant of people that live differently. Even if that living differently means conservative or traditional or taking time with one another to understand that at the deepest possible level, a level that can indeed be attained by using the sophisticated type of thinking and analysis deployed expertly by a genius like Dave Chappelle, that we actually can find common ground with one another who do you think has a better more open-hearted perspective on cultural issues oppression personal change personal transition corruption bias prejudice bigotry dave Chappelle or a legacy media hack that's plainly there to generate and amplify hatred it's pretty obvious isn't it but what's required is more of this kind of comedy more exploration around the complexity around sexuality power dynamics different emergent cultural groups
0: Fuck me. So we're not just defending and promoting it. We need more of this bigoted bullshit according to Russell and that is going to fix society and bring us all closer together. Um wow. wow.
1: I mean that list at the beginning mm. of the clip
0: mm-hmm. is why
1: I'm disappointed. Because I've also watched like Dave Chappelle, you know, platform civil rights activists and be sure. very yeah. involved. You know, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, his own like lens of of obscuring oppression and how it how it (laughs) how it manifests in society in ways that are like that were kind of like funny and tangible and relatable and like made a difference as far as the conversations that were happening. And it's like, okay, well, then why is this different? It's it's Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of reasons why. Um, And I don't think that like Russell just, you know, read off this kind of resume. And was like, that's why we should listen like that's no, that's uh, that it's striking me as the opposite. And it's it's fucking disappointing because yeah. that's the person yeah. that should be on side, even if it's not graceful the way that like the thing is, is it's again, it's who's the butt of the joke. Like, yep. even if someone is not graceful, but trying, which people yeah. have it's rare, but people have it been happens. trying yeah. Yeah. and trying to grow. Mm -hmm. And the double down is the problem that, and it's, I think honestly, a lot of people, if a whole lot of people, I don't even, you know what? The argument is not, well, we're going to throw Dave Chappelle away. I don't think that that's like, that's, that's not what anyone really like. I mean, if Dave Chappelle could have been like, well, of course, of course. But I mean, even the people that are like, (laughs) Hey, you could come around and it would make such yeah. a difference and you wouldn't yeah. have to change much of yourself or your act or whatever no. it's this kind of like double down defiance In fact, you,
0: you could just shut the fuck up about it you know it, 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 i mean that's at, part at of the it very least, that would be part of fact. it do, do you know who i who i loved um on this subject was uh, was terry cruz i can't remember exactly what he said but there was something he said offhandedly about trans people on twitter um and a bunch of people were like, "Fucking wrong! You got this shit wrong!" And almost immediately, Terry Crews was like, "I was wrong about all of this. I have since been better educated. I'm really sorry, everyone." Yeah. Like, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, great! Thank you, Terry."
1: I just saw a clip <laughs> Dana Gould, one of my favorite comedians, um, yeah. and has been funny since I've been, been alive, and said something at, like, I, "I don't remember what." The um what the actual statement was, but it was like, yeah, I said something on a podcast, and, and people called me out, and I was like, You're right, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not it. dead, didn't yeah. burst into no. flames. No, he said it in a much funnier way. I apologize not, for not, butchering yeah. the bit, but the bit was also also made a bit that was funny yeah. and yeah. was paid to say it on, on stage. And mm-hmm. as a j- obvi- obviously. I mean, granted, his body of work reflects this. It's not. It's not outrageous for him to be "quote unquote" woke, but like, oh, okay, it's really actually very easy to accept when you see that you've been hurtful, and then like, yeah. ah, regardless of how you know, like, I I feel like being yeah, I'm, we, we I'm we human.
0: People people fuck up. Yeah, I, we
1: fuck you know, up, and then you can just say, sure. "Man, I'm really sorry." That's mm-hmm. like I see where you're coming from and but that's the thing is even saying, hey, I don't know enough about this and I'm gonna shut the fuck up that is that is a step that's that fine. I think would go very yeah. far. do you know what I mean yeah. like oh, that's sure. not I just would... shut up say like I should shut up
0: can you imagine can you imagine if the right wing did that <laughs> can you if if, if just Russell did Dave that would no
1: just if Dave did... Chappelle did that that would be <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. massive
0: yeah and then stuck yeah. with
1: it was consistent that would be fucking huge that would like it would be such a blow to the toxic masculinity that's swimming around in it you know what i mean like it would just be
0: i i don't think that he thinks that he doesn't know what he's talking well about. obviously I, I, yeah <laughs> i think that's the that's the first hurdle. yeah that's, um, that was kind yeah. of
1: granted within my statement yeah that's yeah I, that was assumed yeah
0: lord above yeah um anyway uh, Russell's line about Republicans and Democrats and people with differing political views, um, like you know, coming to like that used to have a semblance of truth to it, or at least one of possibility. Um, but now I, I'd say because of the last decade of politics and your boy DJ Trump, um, we, we've gotten to the point where one side is perfectly fine with letting the LGBTQ plus community and people of color and anyone who isn't Christian basically die, and the other side is I don't know, maybe trying to get cheaper healthcare or something. Who the fuck knows? But like when when Hillary Clinton talks about de-radicalizing Trump people, that's precisely what she means and why. Like, extremists, by their very nature, are not tolerant of other people in society, yeah. and Trump's cabal are extremists who have been led down a merry road of sedition and conspiracy by a bunch of grifters who fucked an entire country over for profit. How precisely are we supposed to engage with or live with these people at that point side by side without any tension?
2: Like, it's right just not you know i
1: another like there's a point that someone made um that i think was like really struck me um is <laughs> because so often and this is all sides all sides do this and it's mm. bonkers to me that you know jesus says to turn the other cheek right and that's what jesus would do that is that is that is what the religious kind of you know that appeal to religion as a moral structure of any kind and Mm -hmm. saying turn the other cheek is um is is the the moral is the right thing is the high ground that statement assumes the the person that's doing the slapping has empathy and ha like yeah. is is in good faith and has empathy because if they don't, you're just going to keep getting slapped and frankly, there's a lot of <laughs> other things that slapped. Jesus said that don't agree with that well, like we' I mean, got he, two cheeks, you got mm-hmm. two tries, the third yeah. we got a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, Jesus didn't turn the other cheek to the moneylenders exactly. You know, like he, that's what I'm he saying. Fucking yeah, booted them out of the temple. Plenty like of counter,
1: yeah, pl- plenty of um of counterexamples. Yeah, yeah, because close. so that yeah. informs kind of what that statement is about, and I think that like imploring everyone, to, you know, um, prioritizing, um, prioritizing peace, as in, placidity on the surface. You know, mm. like being or or appealing to that kind of like, okay, now let's all be civil. It's like you can't be civil with someone that's trying to stab you under the table. But yes, no, smiling exactly. at you on top of the table. It's not. Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
0: you, you can't you can't be peaceful and friendly with someone who is trying to legislate you out of existence. Yeah,
1: which again, guess how easy it is to find civil rights activists for decades talking about that exact thing. It's not mm-hmm. hard to do the work. It really yeah. isn't. It does take some time. It does take some effort. But let me tell you, it's easier than ever to find. I was going
0: to say, not even that much. You know, like, really? You'd think. Ah, Lord, Lord above. You'd think. <sighs> um, anyway, R- Russell bolsters this idea that we're discussing with a familiar narrative in this next clip.
3: For hundreds of thousands of years, we've lived in tribal groups that wouldn't have known very much about the cultures and customs of other groups. For hundreds and thousands of years, we've known that members of communities have different (laughs) ways of identifying that don't fit within narrow biological parameters, and it hasn't been cause for outrage or aggression or condemnation. There's no question that there's prejudice and bigotry across society. But by continually highlighting a particular type of prejudice and bigotry, you once again veil and marginalize a greater set of inequalities that are practiced at the economic and class level. And rhetoric like Dave Chappelle's, again, offers us the kind of gelignite to reimagine the kind of territories that we live within and also gives us all a degree of interpersonal and social freedom to engage in discussions and conversations with one another in good faith.
0: Look, it's your favorite subject. Um. Gestures to
3: history corners on
1: off-brand, and how yeah. Russell knows literally nothing about the interaction of culture and the time period he's harkening back to. It's In fake. Any he's,
0: time period, it's a fa-
1: well, but like it's a fantasy. Even if we yeah. want to take it on, take his argument on his face. I got two episodes that. Mm-hmm that apart pretty thoroughly
0: i mean even just in that clip just the concept that no tribes have ever had a conflict with each other
1: also um but even the management of conflict like there it's i think it's just really easy to talk about military history because there's a lot of numbers that people wrote down Uh, truly yeah
0: yeah yeah no absolutely um anyway so so we're all talking about trans issues to distract from the economic issues of inequality um it's not that someone said something fucking hateful of course because I mean it was Dave Chappelle who brought it up no one asked him he could have gone the whole special without mentioning trans people and I can guarantee the entire world would have been better off except perhaps for Dave's bank balance because let's be honest he loves the attention he gets by being a piece of shit and, and Netflix it puts more eyes and on the special and Netflix and Netflix And Netflix puts more eyes on his special. Um, But no, no, the, the special helps us reimagine our society together. And any of this talking about trans people stuff is just to distract us. Once more, I am forced to ask Russell, why can't we do both? How about we address economic inequality and we can start by making your locals channel free and redistributing your tens of millions of dollars. How's about that? Let's address economic inequality and oppression and protect the trans community. No, we can't do that. Because reasons. Yeah, okay, that seems legit. Yeah, okay. Fucking mm-hmm. I do
1: think that there's like kind of this social con like there's there there's way too much, I'd say mostly in government, but also generally people beating their head against a wall with the same system that they think has always worked. Cause like, you know, to use, go back to the carceral state and to, you know, the prison industrial complex, we know beyond a shadow of a single doubt that punishment and, um, consequences that are, you know, like uh, causing harm, um, threat of consequences does not deter crime. No, It doesn't work why are we pretending that it works there's so many like there's so many structures that we know don't work so why are we still mm. doing it why are we still doing it mm. that's what i'm saying is like right <laughs> like yeah. we, know it yeah. sure. we know it doesn't work we sure. know it doesn't work we already yeah. did the insult people and frighten them so that they you know revert back to the closet right we were we already there and we knew it was bad and we can listen to the people that had to live through it to tell us what their experience was. Mm. So going back to that isn't going to work. And if you think you're not going back to that, that means you haven't done the work and learned from people like who are more than happy to tell their story and back it up with statistics and all that shit. It's ignoring yeah. so much ev- just volumes of evidence just my good old pbs local station you know like it got, has more than you could ever possibly want Like
0: <laughs> it's no. right
3: there it isn't yep. hard
0: yep no it's not no it's not but uh russell solidifies his position in this next clip
3: I think that the culture war is utilized in order to generate conflict and division to distract us from issues that are more significant. And when I say more significant, I don't mean that identity issues or the struggles of oppressed people across the world are not important. Of course they are. What I'm saying is, is the people that are using these arguments don't care about them. And they care even less about developing movements that could generate actual change, that could prevent Congress being so beset with corruption that you can't do anything to stop people investing Stocks and shares of companies and organizations that they regulate. <sighs>
0: um, yeah, let's not talk about trans people being repeatedly attacked by a shithead with millions of viewers, because while that is important, it's not as important as a group of old white men profiting from weapons manufacturers. Well, um,
2: and
1: what okay. what is allowing mm. them to get in those places of power? They're mm. exploiting culture, what they even calls "quote unquote" culture war issues to get that power in the first place, and because mm. they are marketing specialists, not public servants, they are getting in those positions to be obstacles because that's their whole plan
0: like what what is what is allowing these people other than like systems to support their immense fucking privilege um yeah bigotry you know. <laughs> is
1: getting them into seats of power because and gerrymandering and all that kind of stuff like that's a, that's getting there to stop the wheels from turning in the first place so we got to figure yeah, out what the real yeah, problem buddy. is and not mm-hmm. distract to something else
0: mm, one would think um <laughs>
1: right russ, russ <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Russell is also making a big fucking leap by saying that anyone engaged in this conversation doesn't care about the outcome. Um, I can absolutely promise you, Russell, there are LGBTQ plus people in the media and plenty of allies in the media too. Yeah. Just because the ones that you hang out with are bigots doesn't mean the rest of them also are. Right. Um, uh, there's also a serious flaw in Russell's argument, which is one of process. Um, see, dealing with Congress people having stocks and shares in companies they're supposed to regulate is broad an issue i agree needs addressing Uh. but of course the only way to do that is through legislation it's a legal process that by its very nature has to go through legislators and most probably the courts eventually um dave chappelle on the other hand well he's done nothing illegal in what he said he's just been incredibly bigoted and harmful to an already suffering demographic of people which then has a ripple effect through society the way to deal with it does not require going through legislators or the courts it's something that we as a society must come together to say Nah, fuck this guy and if chappelle isn't going to change his views because of societal pressure which he's made it clear he won't, or God forbid, actually listening to people who know more than him, then piling pressure on Netflix and any other company willing to platform these views to millions of people is the next step to prevent more harm being done. Mm -hmm. Netflix quite famously don't give a fuck, however, so it's going to take quite a bit of that for anything to change nonetheless like one thing requires a social shitstorm to get done the other requires somehow getting turkeys to vote for thanksgiving mm-hmm. and in this situation i feel like getting Chappelle to shut the fuck up is actually the easier of the two tasks um which depressing but there we are um so hey like one does not really have any kind of effect on the other really particularly you know Um, Well, well, that's hmm.
1: about finding the actual, like, finding the roots of these problems
2: Mm. and being Mm -hmm. realistic
1: about it, not being reactionary and and distracting for profit.
0: Yes, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I've made a pretty clear case uh, that Dave Chappelle is a piece of shit these days. Um, But Russell, unsurprisingly, has a different view
3: there's no possibility of developing meaningful cultural change as long as we're all at war with one another under the most bogus of pretenses in this case the pretence being that Dave Chappelle is a malign and malignant force I don't think anyone who watches that special could come away thinking anything other than oh no he has respect for trans people and he's making jokes he's simultaneously joking about the culture the reaction to previous specials, the ludicrousness of the situation that Jim Carrey was in playing with the idea of identity Itself, he makes loads of jokes about race. He's clearly interested in creating conversation and a dynamic set of circumstances. And that's what good comedians are able to expertly do. And if you watch that special, that's what you'll see happen. What you won't see happen is the generation of division and hatred.
0: Yeah, Dave Chappelle's got loads of respect for trans people. He's made that abundantly clear. Um yeah I, I as for what he's saying i'm uh,
1: the generation I'm, I'm, of division and hatred is in the audience. You can see it, it's right and hear it. it was right there. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of good, ah! nice,
0: isn't it? Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to tell our audience what to do on this score. Um, the guy's already profited it from it financially, so it doesn't matter that much, but it will boost his viewer numbers, whatever the hell they are. But if you do want to watch it, watch it, and if you don't, don't. Um, if you can't find a way to steal it, sure, go for that. Um, just, uh, yeah, brace yourself either way, because you, um, you will have hateful shit presented in an incredibly slick and charismatic package, and it's quite jarring. Um, I-, I dare say about half of the special is what russell says you won't see which yeah is the is the generation of division and hatred Uh um it's it's about half um speaking of which uh just from the things that i've highlighted and said and that's not all of it by the way uh it is immensely clear that chapelle lays some horrible and hateful shit out for his audience by way of making jokes and either russell hasn't seen the damn show or more likely he doesn't believe it's harmful to anyone yeah. um the trans jokes the disabled jokes like they're all fine and dandy according to this guy oof. just that's oof. obvious Mhm. I I I know. I know I, yeah. I I know it's obvious well, but I'm like this and, But yeah. also
1: like at least he's also here sitting and explaining his rationalization. Like
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We know exactly
1: yeah. what he thinks about it and he's mm-hmm. telling us. Yeah. That's how he has found a way to rationalize it for himself because genuinely mm-hmm. straight up of all of the the like conservative pundits And Mm. I'm going to point to this, the pink box of skincare that we just saw. I don't Mm. think Russell, like, I think I know that I'm, I'm, I'm making an assumption. This is a far off notion for me. I think Russell, much like a lot of people that are my contemporaries really like gay people and like hanging out with gay people. Russell strikes me as a person in Mm. a former and in in previous moments of their life that was like Mm. fucking cool with groovy like everything was cool and groovy and this it feels especially it feels self-serving and cynical in a way that he's talking through in front of us right now
0: i'm i'm not sure i agree um but but this is this is just down to our personal assessments of the man i think Um, yeah I, i i yeah yeah i i i I don't think he has anything particularly against them, but I don't think he's the type of person to really like gay people or hanging out with gay people, especially as like he's always had kind of an obsession um, with um, kind of hyper masculinity and like trying to live up to like his dad's kind of representation of what a man is, what a bloke is, what that should be, which is which is why he does all the you know football and Brazilian jiu-jitsu and all the other stupid shit that he does. Well, that's that's now
1: Russell. I'm talking about yeah, the yeah. Russell that I like, and this was. A, you know obviously this was like a while ago i'm talking but about he, like 20, you know what i mean like a yeah, very no, different I, effeminate I, like kind of the his presentation was his presentation
0: was very, that yeah that's what i'm saying
1: that's what i'm saying yeah is like but I, I, I,
0: he he has long had that psychology though i think of of kind of chasing that masculinity um in that way but like he could he could kind of couch the um the kind of foppishness of being like, well, yeah, I, I have lots of sex, so you know that that's you know that's my presentation because you know it um, it uh, it gets me laid and it does all these other things. Well, I also remember know, a lot of jokes that. that
1: were like calling out that same. The thing is, is like you can call mm. it out and you can in live your life and you're you can be a hypocrite. People are all the time. Like true. I'm not saying Very that true. there's not hypocrisy, true. but I'm yeah, saying yeah. as far as like I'm saying if this if this dude is getting gussied up to go out to a club. On a Saturday, mm. it's and like and genuinely like picking a straight club or a gay club. They're going to pick a gay club because they think it's more fun. Like that's just something that like there. I'm sure there's like think a dissonance. You would. Okay. I
0: don't think you would. So okay. so again 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 this is this is just. yeah, I mean, again, I remember this him is, talking personal... about all this stuff,
1: but this is a long time ago, and I mean, it's yeah. just. It doesn't I, I I think that I think there is degree, and especially I, I don't think Dave Chappelle using that story about their, you know their trans friend as like it's it's that kind of like, oh, well, I have gay friends so I can think whatever I want. Yeah. and they like me, yeah. so that's the exception. and if yeah. it, it's that tokenism and you're not realizing that you're tokenizing your your social group or your friend group. I think that there's, that's a disparity that I think um, allows for, it's that chink in the armor that allows for this rationalization to get to the point that he's at right now. I bet Mm -hmm. this has been, I mean, it's either like a long process or a, or like you're saying, like falling back on a toxic masculinity base that Mm -hmm. he can, that he can call up and then find these rationalizations for.
0: I just, I, I feel like if he liked gay people, like there would be. At any point in his life, there would be more of a defense, um, you know, of of this community um, in general, but I don't know. But yeah, maybe time and tide. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I think that whatever. Well, you have to boil down the person. He likes money the most so he's gonna do whatever money that's what i'm saying
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm but like
1: even just like the crowds he was running around you know like the the crowds he's running around in were often very you know like very androgynous and 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 effeminate and all that kind of stuff like it's i think that whatever behooves him in the moment is what he's gonna do at the end of the day
0: yeah that 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 has always been true right um all right we we have one
3: final clip and russell has one final stupid point to make Where you will see the generation of division and hatred is in the legacy media outlets that are claiming to be policing, curtailing, controlling it. We're here to help you. No, what you're here to do is to amplify the message of the powerful, disempower ordinary people primarily by turning them against one another and not highlighting the many, many thousands of issues around which we could be galvanized, mobilized and united. So
0: stick with me on this. The legacy media are amplifying the message of the powerful and disempowering ordinary people by being supportive of the trans community. The message of the powerful is apparently that trans people are cool. I've got to say, having lived in a system that fucks Mm. trans people at every turn for literally my whole life, it's news to me. um, You'd have thought they'd have built it differently if they like us so much, you know? Um, And uh, I've also got a question for Russell. Um, Why is it that the issue of trans people existing isn't something around which we can be galvanized, mobilized, and united? Why can't we all just collectively... Come together for that. Why do you suppose that is? Oh, I think that's just a, also just a just a thought experiment for you, Russ. Well, just... to me,
1: that's that's like evidence of like, oh, you can just plop any old word in there you want. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's your that's your <laughs> you, you've already decided what you're going to say, like to get on your soapbox. Like, you got your your rote kind of soapbox thing, and then yep. you can just plug yeah, yep. plug and play. You can mad yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, boy. Well, and oh, what, boy. The,
1: I do want to, like, I want to clarify that why I would even bring up what someone, how someone appears as, like, mm-hmm. if if they are presenting this, like, you know, groovy androgyny party, party boy, like, as I think I perceive Russell to be. And, you know, whenever he was popular and I, I was siphoned this kind of information from like fucking 10 years ago um, or mm-hmm. more is I'm I'm mentioning it because. I think that we can take those skills in our own lives, as far as examining like how people can appear like to be groovy because mm-hmm. we want them to be. Because if you are surrounded with other groovy yeah. people, and then yeah, you're yeah, yeah. like, and then you can say, you uh, and let me tell you, I've had this experience very often in my own life, way more than I'd like to. Is that I, you know, I want to think the the best of people and I want to give Mm -hmm. people the benefit of the doubt. And so I'm like, well, these are, I feel like these groovy, you know, like these are my, my groovy convictions in the world and how to be fair and moral and honest. And then someone just can be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not really like, they don't have to do like, they don't have to make a declarative statement. They just be like, I'm here too. And they get a lot of benefit of the doubt by being around, like, you know, immersing yourself in a groovy kind of
0: Bloody, uh, miasma,
1: um, you know. Jimmy when,
0: Dore. J- Jimmy Dore absolutely. is the example of this. J- yeah. j- like he, he. When you look back at the things he used to say, I'm like, you were never left wing. You just hung out with people who were, <laughs> and, yet, and then you said things into a microphone,
1: and everyone just kind of assumed. But that's another that's- person that's like, uh, there, there. You know, he had more left views that were like that. He was absolutely saying, and still, he says, le- he says left wing words, but mm. then all the other guts like you have to look at like words versus deeds w- like words versus yeah, yeah. like the impact the harm or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, the impact is all, the intention the thing, yeah. well but not just the intention but also like yes the intention and the results like you got to look yeah. after a while like you know what's funny and i i'm i'm i think that it's really it's useful for me to compare and larger issues to like the microcosm of drag race because it's the thing that I know. And also like, they- <laughs> Hey,
0: topical for this episode. They also so. fight
1: it all about, like, yeah, right. Also listen to gay people um and like listen to queer people, but like fighting Absolutely. it all out. Also they like fight it all out in public. It's, I mean, it's true. That's it is, true. yeah. And so all that messiness and they can also work it out. You know, they can say like, well, I was wrong and I learned. I, you know, said something that I thought was correct because of what I learned before. And I have since grown and I'm going to change my view very publicly. And I hope that you come with me, but you don't have to. The very specifically. And I'm talking about like how much influence even, you know, this like subsect of I think it's still the best show on TV, but not a lot of people, you know, like, I mean, they're as far Mm -hmm. as Dave Chappelle using their kind of like their reach um Mm. what they do hold people to is like your you can say something very subtle and we talked about it in the uh, i think might have been off-brand but like um jeffree star being able to like give some like give a look on a snapchat and that mobilized Mm. this whole brigade of fans to go ham and so there's this kind of yeah and it's, and it's it's all under the radar for most regular people. So mm-hmm. that kind of like that secrecy or even just that like just by nature of itself is not being that visible. You, a lot of more fucked up shit can happen, unfortunately. So that's kind of like why they do call it out with like drag queens that are on TV. Because there's, you know, if you be a little shady on your social media or you're a lot shady on the show and you don't and you're like, yeah, I said it, what of it, fight with her, drag her. I think that there's, you know, and there's a lot of jokes to be made and a lot of, like, jovial kind of nature, but when harm is persistent and you're just, even if you're just silent, but your fans are doing the brigading or mm. are are being vicious, um, Va- Valentina is is one of these kind of examples of, like, and, and that was, it was a very public kind of disagreement when, like, you could just try to tell him to stop. Be caught trying. Like, Try yeah, to tell yeah. them to knock it off. The and yeah. I understand that you don't want to identify with the most vitriolic section of your fans. But if they're saying they're your fans and they got their your name in their mouth, then like, tell them to knock it off.
0: Yeah. At least yeah.
1: try. Yeah, what is yeah, it like going you, to you, do f- to you to try?
0: You you have that responsibility. You know, like it, it's something right. you can you can you can do, and yeah. I think uh, very obviously in Russell's case, he's like, well, I don't want to, you know, potentially do anything that impacts my income, so, <laughs> so I'm not gonna do that. That's the thing is like he's um,
1: he's climbing a whole different ladder. Yeah. Speaking of that, we mm. had the Russell edit, or no, I'm sorry, Russell had the Tucker editorial that smacked very much of like it was the real the 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 Tucker worship editorial, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Tucker was on the show. I think yeah. this is a pretty concerted effort to get Dave Chappelle on the show. It kind of might just be. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Uh,
0: they're, yeah, they're, I, I mean, I think there's always an element of that to anything that he does. There, there is always a, oh, sure. a level of, of of star fuckery when he's when he's covering anyone bigger than him. Um We so, already, you know.
1: we already, we have one on the yeah. books.
0: Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. It's true. It's I'm just going to make
1: that prediction it's true. i
0: i would i would be shocked if that ever materialized Me but too. I, I guess i guess nothing's impossible in the world we live in today um e- either way i am curious to see how russell kind of embracing transphobia um develops um that, that's that's going to be that's going to be interesting to track um to see where whether he whether he goes back on anything which you, that would be better um or whether he carries on down that line um because people uh in his audience agree with him which they do the rumble comments were not fun for this video um so but he
1: was still yeah. real soft and squishy and wishy-washy about that's what i'm saying is like mm. at least coming out and marjorie taylor green it up you know where she's at and she's not yeah. giving her uh, her constituents um language to make it squishy and wobbly and maybe yeah, yeah and to, and to make it giving or them tools the to yeah to to mm. be a slippery fish about it and to and to give them a rationalization that sounds maybe to the untrained ear or the you know like or the seeking ear to sound reasonable and to yeah. be more acceptable yeah. like because this is all about like genuinely for everyone, this is all about, you know, patterning and modeling behavior. And if you're learning this like more nuanced, kind of like more sophisticated sounding rationalization, you're going to put that in your pocket and keep it and you're going to mm-hmm. use it. Why else would yeah, you have this content the, aside there from is just, something, you know, reinforcing There is something your own to feelings.
0: be said for like, um, like Winston Churchill, for instance, you know, he, he openly said, well, yes, I am racist. I believe that white people are better than black people. And, yeah. and you're like... All right. Yeah, I know where you stand. I know where I know where we stand in this conversation and I understand your politics a lot better. I understand why you think that you should starve India. Okay, I know why you think that's okay. Yeah, this 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 makes so much more sense to me. Yeah. Okay, at, at least we can we can you know we can approach things from the same level. So yeah, there is that. There is absolutely that. Um,
1: well, I'm not saying it's better. Yeah. I'm just saying it's. I'm just pointing out the differences <laughs> it's, because I think. There's... Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's better from a from a perspective of, of I don't know public discourse. I suppose I, I don't know. I think I know. that he it, might it's... be.
1: He's he's gonna be able to wriggle out of the the most extreme accusations easier than like an Alex Jones oh, or yeah. even like a, you know oh, what i mean oh god yeah that's yeah, what he set yeah, ex- but- himself up for
0: yes yes and 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 i i would say he does that less in this editorial about this subject than he will have done previously but yeah and in in every case with russell it's it's painting the outline of something and then expecting the audience to fill in you know what yeah. fill in what's in the middle um, but also the outline
1: know. is the intention to obscure his um you know to to, to protect himself to protect yeah, yeah. himself from the accusations yes. that are Abs- absolutely absolutely in the, it's
0: it's media. Uh, yeah it's a yeah. wonderful thing for him and it's also the reason that our show is so fucking long um, because it takes a while to paint that shape and we've well, got to demonstrate every, today. every point. Yeah, we got a good Don't you come
1: shape. for that today? We're doing it and uh, we're killing true. it this out true. here to, in these streets to, to, today.
0: Today, to, today, today is, is, a, is a shorty for Don't us. Don't you
1: insult <laughs> yourself like that. Girl, you're worth it. You <laughs> are worth it. <laughs> I, I, <yeah. laughs> so dumb, I love it. All well, right. you know, I, what that's, I, that's I have been thinking about be as far as, like as far as the um yeah okay well uh sorry that that could be a good button but i i do want to think about because um what i've been struggling with lately and i think that this is a really good example of Mm. what like and you know and bringing up the darvo stuff in the last um off brand that you know like that mike very kindly joined me for is um talking about how like assuming that anyone that is being manipulative in that way is a malignant narcissist. And to think about like, um, Oh man, there's no way that this many malignant narcissists are walking around. It just seems just like, um, percentage wise, it just seems real high Mm. as far as, cause there are these like, um, you know, the manipulation tactics and the emotional kind of abuse tactics, Um, they happen in most workplaces, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and and I don't think it's just a question of identifying the most malignant narcissists. I think that what popular conversation and understanding and also science has, has, um, proven, I think that, you know, CEOs are more likely to be sociopaths, that kind of thing, but Mm -hmm. just calling it CEOs being the problem, um, I think is again, flattening the conversation oversimplifying because... I think that capitalism in general rewards antisocial behavior. So even if someone isn't a malignant narcissist through and through, they are rewarded for even just part of that um you know that mm, that group of behaviors even if they're not exhibiting all of them or using all of them. Mm. There's one or two behaviors that maybe a very nice, normal person could have learned and adapted into their own, you know, day to day experience that, you know, you can't accuse them of like being a malignant narcissist and having them put away, you know, like in a, in an asylum somewhere to, to protect the public. I think there's a lot of varying degrees of. Those behaviors that are reinforced by capitalism and competition and, and dehumanization and isolation, all of these elements that are being rewarded. So I think that it's it's hard to differentiate between, you know, I, I think that it's tough to, you know, accuse people of being sociopaths out and out. I think that everything is if gender can be on a spectrum and sexuality can be on a spectrum, I think everybody, everything kind of can be. And to mm. acknowledge that like, okay, well, you know, capitalism is rewarding like in the crab bucket where crabs are are all pulling each other down the crab that gets to the top is the one that's rewarded. So they're going to do the behaviors of, you know, fighting and violence and malice and whatever form that might take to get them there. And so I think that, um, and even that that argument is used about queer people and trans people especially is like, well, there can't be way more of them now because there didn't used to be so many, and like, well, there can't be that many sociopaths now. They didn't used to be so many. It's like, no, they're identified now, and the, yeah, yeah, I was gonna the, say they're, they're, they're safe. They're there. allowed to be out. Yeah. It's, always look
0: there. At, just uh, look just at the only, graph only, of left-handed only. people only only now is it being measured much like exactly. autism and a, a whole bunch of other totally. things totally yeah. and i, I yeah. think
1: that identifying that as like as one of the causes that um it, it i think that i don't know i just been thinking about it and i and mm. i could be wrong but
0: yeah no we we are dealing with a bucket of asshole crabs is what we're dealing with uh, <laughs> and, the, and
1: watching the financial ro- rewards roll in for the crab yeah. that got to the top
0: yes yeah yeah absolutely for 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 hating the hardest pretty much yeah um good old capitalism oh look we're back here again (laughs) i'm
1: nothing if not consistent
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh. Same for this show. Good lord. Um, all right. Well, if you want to support us in what we do, head to patreon.com slash onbrand. We'll be very, very grateful to have you. Um, drop us an email if you want to get in touch. It's the onbrandpod at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Facebook group which is uh on brand awakening wonders. Come and join, come and say hi. Um, and
1: we're the only <gasps> podcast brave enough. Oh,
0: wild. We're Magnet. the one
1: putting your money where your mouth is we sell gold
0: we sell actual gold in magnet form yep um with some great artwork you can stick it on a fridge you can stick it on a loved one if they have something made of metal
1: i'm Um, also serious about these magnets
0: oh oh it's this ain't no joke it's gonna hold up your bills that's gonna that's gonna stick. it will
1: hold up your lease agreement on your fridge good that is
0: predominantly why i have magnets so that's (laughs) good i'm 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 a fan i like practical things um all and right uh,
1: old christmas cards man that shit ain't going nowhere yep
0: uh that's true um <laughs> yeah there's a subreddits on brand underscore pod come and say hello there um and uh, as as to both of those um you know six nations time is coming up it's going to be rugby time again real soon so we're gonna we're gonna hop back on the rugby train woo and uh, and I'm sure I'll be, we'll, we'll all be chatting some rugby shit somewhere. Um, especially those those down under. Um, and uh, those who are into it. Um, and socials with the on brand part in most places, except for the places that we're not. Um, so, so there we go. Look for uh, the logo. Look for the look blue for logo. The logo. It says and on brand real
1: big, and there's a lot of hair. A lot, it lot does of stylized a lot, of stylized mane. So
0: so much here. Um, and uh, personal socials, I'm at Alworth Official in most places, and Lauren is at made.by.lauren.b. That's me. Um, yeah, come and say hello. All right, everybody. That's our show. Um yeah, phew, we'll see what the hell we've got in store for next week. Hey, it's uh yeah, probably gonna be unexpected. Um, all right, we we'll love you very much, and uh yeah. We'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Thank you so much for
1: your time and attention. Have a good weekend. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.